You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Match Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blaze and Bob, and today we're joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Friday. TGIF. And we're also joined by Ryan, aka Cognitive Pit. How you doing? I'm definitely not exhausted from staying up all night playing Diablo 2. So I'm ready definitely here, not. ready to go. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I. Yeah, I stayed up late playing our arena till the wee hours of the morning. Kim just won't let you go to it's bed. It's a trap. Once you you get, cannot stay yeah. in Discord after a raid unless you want to stay up all night. It's always Listen, the trap. You guys are the biggest weenies. Like, just grow a pair and tell Kim I'm logging off and log off. Like, well, no, I don't want to log off, though. <laughs> okay. That's the I'm like, problem. Do you ever see me stuck in Discord? Because I'm never stuck in Discord. Like, Well, you just you start having a good time. And even if you're losing in, in Arena, like for some reason, it is still fun. <laughs> it's like someone, it's like you're not hungry, but someone offered you a cookie. And you're like, mm. I don't really like cookies. Okay. Well, then you can take that analogy, take the food, <laughs> make it something you like. <laughs> I think you get we are also joined by special guest Ale. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me. Do you like cookies? Love cookies. <laughs> Were All you right. stuck in Discord, or do you are you able to effectively move yourself out of a bad no, situation? I get sucked. I get sucked into and get stuck. Yeah. Oh, surrounded by all of these people. Well, it's like in raid, you can't really like hang out. <laughs> so after hang raid, out, you're hanging out a little bit. And by a little bit, sure. I mean till five in the morning. And then mm-hmm. you go to bed. All right. Well, the start of the show, I like to remind everybody we always stream on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons Friday nights. Come check us out. Follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded to know when we go live. We're gonna go through housekeeping. We're gonna go through what we've been doing this week in WoW. We're going to go through a little bit of raid pro- pro- progression with Varg Flocken and pro- probably Eden too, since we have Ale here. And then we're going to go over the news. And then at the end, we're going to discuss the new fresh season of Mastery, fresh WoW vanilla classic servers. So strap in. Let's go. We had some reviews. Yep. Or a review. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of had to. Someone Discord messaged me. Uh comment and it review doesn't count because well it was yep so <laughs> he said he said he loved you guys too but uh the first one hello <laughs> yep mel bob love the show i've officially listened to every episode as of today and i loved every second of it it took me a while to do so because i only listen while i'm at work or driving to and from work the rest of my time is spent making sure i'm still a mediocre hunter that is yet to see dst or the prince bow since launch Love the stories you tell and the work you guys put into making this show a great one. I look forward to listening to the show each week. Keep up the great work and thanks. Houdini, 
Horde on Feralina. Uh, well, thank you. Is it just um, me, or did you want to say Boudini Hordy? Like, I just feel like that flowed. I, I you know? didn't, but I, I feel like I should. <laughs> Boudini Hordy. Thank you so much for your... Hordy. <laughs> it's a cute little Hordy. Uh, it's always, always appreciated. Uh, sorry about your DST in Principo. Yeah, that's some rough loot luck. That's really unfortunate. Yeah, we were uh, we were pretty close. Did did Butters in her guild ever get his bow? Is he still rocking out like the huntsman? <laughs> bow? No, I don't think Butters did ever get his bow. <sighs> Butters, yeah, that's rough. He did get a DST though, so it's kind of like a trade off uh, there. But <laughs> we've had some pretty rough hunter loot as well too. Uh, Babudini, thank you so much for your review. Uh, and thank then, you. yeah, and then bigger Mike reached out to me on Discord. He said, Ryan, love the podcast. All three of you are awesome. I've been a long time listener. Makes me happy listening to you three and your adventures in WoW. Can't leave comments on Spotify. So messaging you here, which is like kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Um, that you can't do that, especially because I don't know. I, t- I took like a I was in like an Internet course in school and like the whole like Web 2.0 big thing was like interaction between the user and website. <laughs> and then it's like Spotify's like, nah, we're shutting nah. that right back down. You yeah, just listen. <laughs> uh your, your well, latest they podcast, don't want people but... like Bob buying reviews and you know boosting <laughs> yeah, yeah. their numbers. <laughs> so I know, get it. it makes sense. Yeah. Uh your latest podcast uh with Hamster Wheel was awesome. It it was awesome. Hamster Wheel's awesome. Uh but just wanted to say that it if it wasn't for bots and gold buying, this game would be dead. Majority <laughs> of players are older individuals who can't sink eight hours a day to get a few hundred gold to afford consumables. I've been in three guilds, one casual, one semi-hardcore, and one hardcore guild. And I can promise you, if they banned bots and gold buying permanently, all three guilds would have crumbled. Anyways, keep up the great work. Y'all are wonderful hosts for the horde. Thank you, mm. Bigger Mike. And I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> I would agree I in AQ and Nax in Classic. I I would agree that that would be a thing. But in TBC, especially with with like like dailies now, no, it takes like an hour or two a day to afford consumes for the week. So. It's not about consumes though for TBC. It's about the gear. Imagine Spellfire still being like three thousand gold to craft. Like, imagine the new oh. tier of stuff coming out was thousands of gold to make your belt of blasting or something. Then I think is when people would be like, I, I can't keep up anymore. Uh, Maybe. Like, I mean, to be fair, yeah. the people that are the most upset about the bots are the people that do farm. <laughs> right? uh, that's pro- yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I listen, I think it's okay to, to feel both ways. I can be yeah. upset that there's bots, but also acknowledge that the economy right now functions on bots i imagine it allows a lot more casual people to see the end game to be able to compete um but i don't know if that necessarily means the game would be dead but i think it would be much smaller and there'd be a less m- many less people like can like rating many less people who are geared in their craftable uh gear which then might make them quit i mean even with right. bots there we're still seeing i think people burning out from from tbc at least in our guild we still had people leave um in TBC, even when prices are good, but like to me, making my engineering goggles only being like a couple of hundred gold is is pretty insane to me. Where Titanic leggings in vanilla, I mean, even even Lionheart when no one had raw gold, cost like twelve hundred gold in phase like yep. phase early or early phase one of vanilla. So the fact that you can make a top tier item now for a few hundred gold 
is thanks to bots, and I think it keeps the casual people more competitive. I mean, I also have a tailor, and I don't remember the last time I did my tailoring cooldown. Yeah. And I know I could, and I could get money, but, I, you know, I got, like, the bank of Bob and stuff, so it's not as needed, you know? But it's just, like, extra effort, right? Like, I don't have enough time for that. I I herb more than I go do my cooldowns on things. Yeah. Because I herb in between, you know, things that I'm doing, or we're waiting for somebody else to log on, and I'm like, okay, I'll go see if I can get any herbs. It'd, be, it, it'd just be hard to tell, because the economy would be so different. It's just hard to tell what you know, what would happen. But yeah. in its current state, I think I would have to agree that they kind of make the world go round at the moment. It's hard to separate the economy from bots at this point because the economy is run by bots <laughs> at this point, uh, at least on white main. Who knows so. what it would be, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to know what it would be, maybe if you go to a small server, you'd get that experience. Yeah, at least the raw consumables, the raw materials are run by the bots. But then, like, the actual items and different things that are crafted are run by people like me and Kim, where we're just, like, pricing things. We're, like, I mean, for instance, right now I have, two like, like over 2,500 gold that's not liquid, that I'm just waiting for it to sell. Types of things. And like, That's lots of people. Because you bought the wrong thing and you're trying to resell it. You no, know? it's I mean, it's it's because I won't drop below a certain price, and it will sell. It's just I have to wait. So a lot of people don't have the actual capital to do that. But if you do, I mean, you can have money like really easily. Well, I think I think a big difference is that in vanilla, it seemed like in order to raid, you had to buy gold. Um, there are people in our guild who had to buy gold in order to keep writing because They just didn't play enough hours a week to afford the uh, consumes and stuff. Um, so that was sort of that back then. In TBC, I think bots run the economy, but I don't think that they are required. You can so easily, even with bots, go farm everything you need to sustain yourself. Uh, right. In TBC, bots are just the ones doing all the farming versus before it was like bots bots and real world real money trading was a big problem whereas now i mean real money trading so you can go you can go do quests you can right. still go farm it's very easy to have an alt that you can use to do stealth runs or something for ore um or herbs so there's a lot that you can do i mean even just raiding i feel like i get enough money and gold to sustain me until the next week right i mean I'm, yeah. i guess i'm not like buying a bunch of other stuff or i don't have to like buy a bunch of things to craft gear or to put enchants on my gear i already have all of that so maybe i'll have a different story when i get a lot of new gear and i'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah. ale are there a lot of bots uh over where you are it's it's definitely much worse on on white main just i think through the population but yeah, yeah there's still a bunch just grinding raw gold in dungeons and, and things like that. I haven't seen as yeah, much I in the open the world. On, but... I mean, it's so easy to get a bot yeah. up and running. It, it doesn't surprise me if there's bots on small servers, too. From what I've heard, PvE servers are just bots everywhere in the open world. But in PvP servers, from most of the people that I've heard from, it's like, it's not really a problem there because they're not trying to mess with like getting killed by the option faction. Which Scarab you wouldn't think would be a very big problem, but maybe it's just not worth it for him. Yeah, um, I'm pretty worried. Something else Bigger Mike brought up before we move on. Uh, um, 
he's horrid on Benediction, I believe. And there it's like Benediction and White Mane are just like mirror servers <laughs> where one's alliance dominated Benediction and one's horror dominated White Mane. He's like he's saying how they're thinking like people are transferring over to White Mane so they can have a better experience. And we're experiencing alliance transferring over to Benediction. And like I just see it's this is going to keep I'm really afraid of the next like six months of these servers. It's going to I think it's going to get worse and worse. We're actually looking better than we were last week, which which is nice. We're actually a couple per we're a couple per percent up, you know, on uh, what's it called? But I am jealous of of uh, Fire Ma. Fire Ma is fifty fifty, and they have eighteen thousand people on the server, and I'm just like, man, that used to be us. I don't understand. Why Blizzard can't cap factions? I don't get it. It is yeah. so Some people easy. can't play with their friends. So, so they go somewhere else. Yeah, but that's like that's like the moving argument. Just move. Like, <laughs> can't find a good job where you are. Just move. Yeah, I've kind of <laughs> given up on the whole argument. It's uh, yeah, I'm I'm tired of talking about it. But what have we been doing this week? Does anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Besides I've been playing Diablo 2. It's really fun. Come join me in my pursuits of playing Diablo 2. Other than that, though, Bob, would you like to get <laughs> Although, well, I, I actually did something. Go. Yeah, so I can go. Um, okay, so Monday night, I find out I have to go to Oklahoma on Tuesday. Sounds glorious. I love Oklahoma. And so I drive up to Oklahoma at work. I get to my hotel and we raid on Tuesdays. So I brought the gaming laptop and I'm like making sure everything's ready to go. Right. And we don't use the laptop like that often. And so I went to do like updates and it was like 25 things that are updated. And I'm like, oh, God, thank God I did this early. Um, And then we get on and I'm like, OK, I tried. Oh, I also tried to get the like upgraded internet so i was like might as well and it kept telling me like if you are not on the hotel property please connect to the wi-fi if you are and i'm like i am on the wi-fi how do you think i'm getting this message like what are you doing and then i finally like got to put in my information they were like we do not see that reservation and i'm like well i'm in my freaking room so i don't know how you don't see that reservation but whatever so i couldn't get it so then i go to raid and everything's fine like Jasmine even made a comment. She's like, oh, Mel has bad internet, yet Mel's topping the healing charts. And I was like, yeah, circle of healing's a little unfair. Um, especially in those packs that everybody takes raid damage. I'm just like, choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Just like, woo. Um, it's very fun. <laughs> and then, so then we get to, what is it, Hydros? And I'm like, on there, playing. All of a sudden, everything is just like, I'm running in place. I can't cast. I'm like, oh, God. And I disconnect. I'm like, oh, okay. And so then we do it again, and I disconnect. And I'm like, okay, this is not okay, right? And so I'm like trying to problem solve. Like, what can I do? I'm trying to figure out how I can get my internet upgraded. And like I went down to like one bar on my Wi-Fi thing, right? And I'm like, oh. So I turn off my Wi-Fi. I turn it back on, and it goes back up to four bars. And I'm like, okay, how did that happen? 
And then I get on and I realize that on Bob's laptop, all the graphics are set to high. So on Hydros, when everything came out, all the ads came out and everything, my computer was like, nope, nope, (laughs) just shut down. And the weirdest thing about this, and I have experience with this because I used to play World of Warcraft on the night shift back in original uh, Wrath. I used to play it on the night on the night shift on my 3G hot uh, hotspot because I couldn't get through the firewall at my my work, and so I would have to turn graphics down there too, like, and it would make the connection better, which doesn't make any sense to me because you the graphics shouldn't be sending you any more more packets because the laptop she is using is a like a robust gaming laptop it's overheating like, right it's got to be overheating like the wi-fi card like the network card somehow maybe the wife yeah maybe that's it like but like it just like i mean it's got a 165 hertz uh monitor on it you know even like it's got a 1070 graphics card it's got 16 megs of ram like it's and pl- and you could play it on high graphics here, fine. Like we've done it forever. Right. We've done it at different hotels, but for some reason, it wasn't doing it with that connection. And I don't know weird. what the deal could have been. So it's it weird. I fixed it, and then I didn't disconnect at all again. So. Yeah, you're you're lucky. You had one more disconnect. The finger was on the pulse. We were about to replace you, and then you never disconnected again. <laughs> we almost thought you were lying about the first disconnect because it's like. <laughs> You're still in the hotel. (laughs) How are you just not disconnecting now? Right. I fixed it, guys. Don't worry. I went, you know, got a wrench and, you know, moved some wires around. And uh, because you use a wrench to move wires around. You didn't tell anybody about what you did Monday. It's not in WoW. (laughs) Wait, what did I do Monday? Monday was before Tuesday. I'm very aware of the order of the days of the week. <laughs> I just don't remember doing anything on Monday. Well, you're a druid. It was druid specific. Oh, that was on Wednesday. No, Wednesday was when we farmed what we didn't know we needed to farm. Do you, oh. do you, do you just want me to tell the story? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so no, you're right. So Monday, <laughs> I did all my quests to get my druid epic fight form, right? Mm-hmm. And I did all the quests. Bob was like, I'll help you. And then we realized Bob really couldn't help me. So he was like moral support, right? Because I was just traveling all around. So he'd get on his mage and port me somewhere and all of that stuff. That was great. Um, And I did all these quests. They took forever, really. Okay, not forever, but they were annoyingly long. Um, And then we get to the last part where you have to do heroic something, or... Set the calls. Set the calls. Yeah. Well, I'm not revered in lower city (laughs) and i was like what so i can't so now i have to get revered in lower city and i'm when i looked at my thing it was like a sliver into honored we're not talking like you're almost there and all the we've done all the quests in the game too so yeah like there's no quest to get anything so i was very defeated and then i had to drive to oklahoma so that made it even worse right so then on wednesday we get on and we're grinding, which is so much fun. And well, we're grinding it with like one person on AFK follow too. It's oh, me, yeah, him, yeah. me and Harry Dodders doing uh And Bushy on his paladin. Doing and Bushy on his paladin take. Right. And me on my <laughs> druid. So it was it was great fun. Um 
So we got a few in. I think I'm like halfway through, maybe a little bit more than halfway through Honored now. You, you need 3K left. You're 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 well past half. Really? You need probably two, possibly three more runs. Yeah. That's like mm. two sh- two shadow labs, right? So either way, we're moving that direction. I should have it done maybe by the end of next week. (laughs) (laughs) Two or three dungeons. (laughs) Yep. Listen, I go out of town next week. Don't judge. What have you done besides raiding? I mean, you and I did a little bit of, of PVP. Yes, we did. Man, Storm Herald, that thing slaps. Uh, me too. My warrior's jealous. But uh, yeah, we did some arena. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I've been doing some Diablo and then also been playing a bit of New World. And uh, of course, last night we did more uh, Keltas progression. Didn't get them down, um, but Sweet. hopefully, hopefully Monday. Nice, nice. So for me, I've had one hell of a week. So last week. I needed that one that one vortex to get Storm Herald. I didn't. I was not looking forward to swapping characters multiple times throughout raid come Tuesday. But luckily, the vortex dropped right before we got done with trash at the start of Tuesday. I was able to recall out and then just stay on my lock. And then I got. Then this is the first time it's happened in classic. So give me a hallelujah. I got the Biss weapon on Lock Dude on my main on Blazing Bob all through Classic. I didn't get the Biss weapons until the end of every phase, if not like the next phase. And now at the start of this phase, I have the Biss weapon on Lock Dude. I got two Biss Biss weapons in literally an hour's time. Yeah. Cloud freaking nine. I got what's it? Uh, Fang of the Love Leviathan. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it was a sixty-two uh, spell power upgrade from my honor hold uh, rep weapon, and so I've been on cloud nine from from that, and I've been doing a ton of just kind of like honor grinding. I still need. I'm about to get my bracers, and I still need the belt, but. I don't know how worried I am about that last uh, veteran's honor up upgrade. Like, I'll get it when I get it. I don't want to ruin your cloud nine or anything, but since you didn't get Prince Dagger, really, this is just like a holdover, right? Like, it is the best weapon, but you just didn't get any weapon in phase one. So it's like you kind of earned it. It wasn't just like you got Prince right at the end. You just never got Prince. So uh, you earned it. I'm glad it worked out that way because in like a DKP world, you absolutely should win that weapon because, like, we didn't do DKP and Kara, but if we had, you would have been ahead of everybody else, you know? So yep. it's good that you got that, and, and it's a big upgrade, so. It's crazy how good that feels to have that BIS item that you needed so bad early because now, like, the loot's dropping. I ain't fretting at all. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll bid this on that. Oh, I'll bid this on that. Oh, whatever on that, you know? And I'm just like, oh, I got some Cool. Oh, I didn't get it. Cool. Cause like I just don't have to threat like worry about saving to be able to get the weapon like it's so freeing and I'm just excited and 
yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. Yeah, been I'm still playing a lot. I haven't played a D two. I feel like if I, I feel like I'll do that later. I don't know. Wait for the ladder to start. Wait for a a ladder reset. That's when we go hard. <laughs> There. But I got drawn in by someone talking about specific items. I was fine. I had zero interest in playing Diablo a week ago. And then someone started talking about specific items dropping. And I was like, okay, I should, <laughs> I, I should play a little bit. <laughs> and uh, Oh, God. Are. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, all right. But we have been doing a lot of ratings. So I'll let Yip kind of go in. Uh, to what we've been doing in Raid. And Ale, if you have anything to throw in, just jump in there, okay? You got it. Well, Mel. Mel has been disconnecting all <laughs> SSC. Now. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this week, we figured we would have finally have some some time to work on an end boss. We went into this week still needing Morgrim down. So we we're actually only 7 of 10 going in. Mograine? <laughs> yeah, Mograine. Uh, <laughs> Morlock Lord Mograine. <laughs> Uh, so I was feeling confident though. I was like, we one shot like every boss last week. So I have a strong feeling we're going to have plenty of time on Margrim. Uh, and then maybe we'll get some attempts at Lady Vash. And then Tuesday or Thursday, we'll do Lady Vash some more and, and maybe get her down. So that's the plan going in. We go to Hydros <laughs> and we wipe for like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we probably wiped for an so hour. Confusing. We probably wiped for an hour, but we cleared like extra trash for Bob first. So, but we were like an hour and twenty minutes or an hour and a half in by the time Hydros dropped, and I was like, "Oh, uh oh, <laughs> like this, <laughs> this isn't good." But Hydros was really a pain in the ass. The I love well, your, RDPS. your MVP healer was offline. You know, I mean, obviously. I wish that was our problem. I wish that the <laughs> tanks were just dying and we could say that, but that wasn't what was happening. I know. Um, it just it kept getting drawn back over the line and summoning more ads by DPS. Um, looking at logs, it looked like there was a bug where like, uh, and maybe, I don't know if Ale has some kind of secret hunter knowledge, but uh, it crossed the line and it clearly in the logs, you can see I was affected by misdirect. The hunter hit him but instead, the threat went to the hunter, and the hunter went. It went back over to the hunter and spawned more ads on one of our attempts. So that was a huge bummer. Um, I'm proud to say I didn't. I didn't pull aggro once. So in any of the attempts, yeah, it's 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 super it's super finicky Sorry. that fight, and we we still have we have problems with it too. And it's basically, like when he turns color, I'm sure you know that's when the th the threat reset happens. Yep. But we actually had problems this week, too, because it seemed like he was doing it earlier than expected for us. He he was doing it a little. It was inconsistent. He was, he, it kept shocking me when I would pull. I was like, whoa, this is like not where it was doing it. Yeah. And so my guild's like, pull him further. I'm like, I'm doing I'm running the same speed because I'm tanking. Right. I'm like, that's exactly what they said to you. Like, pull it further across the line. I'm like, I'm I'm literally running straight. And yeah. Yeah. It turns when it turns. Yeah. What do you want from me? Exactly. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Okay. Well, that kind of makes me feel better. That <laughs> the, the same series of events. But yeah, I mean, the problem is like the run back is annoying. It's not great. Um, we're still getting back into the groove of like getting ready again after a wipe. It's taking us so long. And stop running. 
I don't care if you have Vanish. I don't care if you have Invis. Just die. Yeah, people like to run away and try to live, and it wastes so much time. So we're still working on those problems, but we were able to go through everything else. Uh, pretty simply, we got Lurker down. I'm never getting this mal. <laughs> I know it's still really early, but it's such a direct upgrade with no competition that it's like, please just give it to me now so we can get this over with. <laughs> But yeah, Lurker, I don't think there's anything different or new on Lurker. I think we're all we're we're just killing everything now. We did stuff a little different. Like there was only two warlocks on my platform this week, where before it was a shaman. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Three so. warlocks. <laughs> I yeah. think it's because we were killing them over there. So you just had two warlocks CCing and then you'd kill them after, right? After the hunter ones were dead. We started yeah. killing the we just killed every platform. Like I know videos are like, oh, you can just cheese it by Keeping them CC'd, but you can just kill them. <laughs> we had plenty of time. I'd right. be sitting there for like 30 seconds. Up. Yeah, after you kill the Naga ads, there's like 30 seconds left before it comes back up. And it's yeah, like, like why you have nothing else them? to do. Exactly. Yeah, we're just twiddling thumbs. So that, totally fine. Uh, people have gotten over their spout issues, so can't, can't be more happy there. Uh, melee seem to be struggling uh, on fights, not just Lurker, but like Melee are ending up dead on a lot of these fights, which... I guess I know we knew going in was going to be a problem, but it is it's rough because we're we were bringing five healers in. We brought six healers this week to help kind of curve it off. So we're already down a DPS. Then we're bringing in a bunch of melee who are dying and we had no Ellie shamans. So it was kind of like a low DPS week, uh, which I think made things quite a bit harder too on all the bosses. But um, Lurker, no problems. We go over to Leo once again. By the skin of our teeth, we barely get him down. I don't know what is going on on that fight. Actually, I do know what's going on. By the time he hits like 25%, the DPS just do not care anymore. They don't care anymore. Why? Why? Like, they just, they probably look at the health or the mana of the healers. There's enough mana. I'll eat a couple of whirlwinds. I don't care. And then suddenly there's, there's six of us alive when Leo goes down. <laughs> Bring on the Zerg. I was one of them, though. I, I don't think I was one of them. <laughs> Maybe I was. So that's Leo. I don't know. It's it's tough. I don't. I really don't know what goes wrong other than DPS getting hit by whirlwinds. I'm not really sure. We did lose our out of warlock tank though at the very end too. Yeah, but I think that's like a symptom, of more so than a cause. You know, it gets pretty chaotic at the end there. Um, yeah, we did lose him when he was at like 2% health. We're like, just kill Leah. <laughs> uh, so we go to Mor Morgan. No, there's someone else. Fathom Lord. Uh, we switched the Druid and myself on the main boss and there were no problems whatsoever. Uh, we actually had, I think we had a comment, a couple of comments, people pointing out that if he hits 75% when ads are still up, he enrages and that was why she was dying but we know that mechanic and that's not why he was dying um we were leaving yeah. the boss at like 80 85 percent and making sure he wasn't enraging he was just yeah, dying. that happened to us the very first attempt we ever did we never took it below 75 after that yeah he was just dying i think to like is it the hunter that has like a bestial wrath it's like a mini enrage that he can do um periodically i think he might have just been dying to that um which as a warrior tank who in phase one felt like a worthless loser. I took like no damage. I ran up there. I'm over there like <laughs> full health the whole time. <laughs> and shield, shield blocking my way through bosses. No problem whatsoever. 
Uh, so that ended up being fine. Although, did we have a lot of people dead for that for some reason? Still. Which one? Uh, Fathom Lord. That's the one with a bunch of ads. I don't know that we did. Yeah, I don't I think can't... we did. Okay. I think it actually went fine. Yeah. The week prior, we had some issues, but um, I think we we're fine on that. And then it's Morgrim time. Morgrim was the one that we were stuck on. It it was pretty rough. Like we didn't we didn't have any attempts the first time that were like we got this next time we come in here. It was definitely we didn't like have any deaths on Fathom Mortis shows. Nice, is yeah, that right. Pretty sick. Uh, I think it is right. Um, so we head to Morgrim, Murloc boy, and we tried a couple of different things. The first most important one is that we just had a singular pally tank as opposed to having a couple of tanks help pick up ads. Um, we're still having hunters using super sappers with misdirect. Um, I think that's pretty much the only major differences. We had a lot we of healers, six healers healing. Yeah, we had six. Yeah, okay, yeah. Six healers actually was. <laughs> I think that was a big difference. I think six because healers when was people a big were difference. going, when people were getting entombed or whatever it is that they can't heal, it was taking them away from their tank healing. And yeah, the we were having the worst dying. RNG too. I don't know if there's like some sort of smart targeting of those watery graves, but every Murloc phase, it seemed like two healers are getting graved. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? We only have five. <laughs> we right. only have five healers. Or it's the Pally tank, but oh, yeah. or was, the Pally tank was solving that. Yeah. Oh my God. But Morgrim, other than that nightmare, once we had six healers, we had a good first attempt. We wiped a couple of times with bad attempts, but the time we did it right, everything was like perfect. People right. were alive. It felt like we were under control. And then when we got to the stage where I got to like kite them a little bit um, and the watery graves were like coming at us, totally fine. Like it seemed like the good attempt, you could tell it was a good attempt. <laughs> the Murlocs were going down fast enough and, and everything was really coming together. Uh, we handed out grenades to engineers. That's the only other different thing that we did is that we were giving out... Um, bombs and grenades to engineers to help do some more aoe damage on those murlocs i feel like it's so depressing when like our first attempt i think we got him down to like what like 18 percent or something crazy like it was yeah it was, it close, was close right and then we have like three more attempts that like just were awful right like yep. just bad things happened. happen like the wrong people get watery graved yeah like the warlocks tap too early and then they die to like the AOE, like when when the Murlocs are coming out, and like there was just all kinds of oh, stuff that was going wrong. Last big thing, which I think is actually the one of the bigger things that I completely forgot about, is before we were making the healers like hold off so they wouldn't pull aggro, which I the whole time thought was a little bit silly, and they weren't topping people off, and they were dying in watery graves because they were not fully topped off going into the graves. So changing that, I think, is what kept everyone alive, which kept DPS high, which made it so that we could we could like be fine. Um, and then I, I said, we did, I said we only did a couple things different. We did a lot different. The singular pally was also healing a warlock as the Murlocs came in, uh, in order to generate threat as they ran in. So we did all of those things. So we were really trying to do everything we could to make these Murlocs faces as easy as possible. Um, and once they were easy, uh, everything was, was super smooth. Um, and that's all we got to do on that first day. Um, Ale, how do you guys fare on that fight? Uh, I mean, it's still a bit of a struggle because you can get some pretty bad RNG, but it's really just a lot of people getting experience on how to deal with that when you have like multiple healers in and people covering. We end up usually having our shaman, uh, like our elemental shaman 
in the enhancement shaman, throw out a couple of heals if we get really bad RNG. Mm. Um, we've been able to kill it every week so far. So like basically we get uh you know two healers in the taken under, we 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 call for the Ellies and the you know the hybrids just to cast a couple of heals to top people off. And that seems to have worked really good for us. Um they hate doing it, but would have been nice if we had an Ellie show oh, up to that night's raid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough fight. It's uh I think it's the third hardest in the whole tier, so um Okay. Yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, yeah, I would think the same. Yeah. I feel like we strategically bring Aeolon <laughs> when we're in progression to give us tips on how to uh you know get to the next step. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have we have Melderon on next week, so right. Pick his brain. This, too. There is some some strategy to this. There's, here. there's a little bit of confidence boosting. Like, hey, we're wiping on Hydros a lot. Are we bad? <laughs> oh, other, other people do too. Okay. How much are you cringing at us right now? <laughs> scale of one to no, ten. It's hard. It's we we wipe this week on him. Same thing, two or three times, and you know it's it is tough. Like a lot can go wrong uh, in in those fights, and we also we have a mage control as well. So we have a mage on each side, and oh wow, we'll have our paladin basically on on the like we tank him in the south, so he will consecrate first, and then run to the other side, and we'll have a mage nova them in his consecrate. I don't know if you guys have problems with ads getting loose, but we have so many problems with. Adds just killing healers, the little murloc. So we'll have a mage Nova that first pack in the consecrate. And so they'll just take so much consecrate damage. And then he runs over, uh, picks yeah. up the other side. Uh, and then those ones will just like, you know, beeline to him. And then he'll have, he'll have them all on him. Then you'll bring him into melee to, to kill him. Yeah. We're doing it a bit. What different. we did was, yeah. Hunters would super, would, would misdirect super sapper oh, to kind of try and like get the aggro over to him. Yeah, and he would stay like in the melee, right? He was just waiting oh, wow. for that. And that works. Yeah, he would heal the warlock plus the super sappers. Uh, you can only really super sapper one pack, though. I think because we have three hundred. Wait, but you're talking about Morgrim, not yeah, Hydros, right? He's talking about no, Hydros, I'm talking about Morgrim. right? Oh, I'm... no, 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 we're, we're all talking about Morgrim. Morgrim. Yeah, um... I was talking about Hydros, apparently. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know um, when we switched. We were at one point. I was going to say you're hydros. nodding a lot at at ads going to healers, <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't happen on Morrigan. That happens on that does happen on Hydras, though. But yeah, yeah the way, it, yeah. Funny. But again, though, we were having our healers like back off a ton. So like, I think the first two Morgram attempts, that was our big problem, is that healers were uh, getting aggro. So what we did where we were like, healers only heal the main tank and the other tank uh, and the and the ta paladin tank. And then that was fine for us and getting threat and aggro right, but then people were dying to watery graves. So we kind of found a good in between. We haven't had many like aggro problems. It all comes just down to DPS really? problems where the, we're going to get another Murloc set before the Murlocs are dead. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's yeah how many locks are you running? I think we now? have three. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you we actually had four in order we're to. We're running do it. four at the so moment. So how, yeah. how are you not able to kill them all? You just seed and. When it, sorry, we, we weren't able to kill them when we had three. So we brought four this week in order to kill Morgrim. Mm. And it, we weren't having as many problems, right? Also, the week prior, basically, we had to hold off seeding for a long time or else they were just coming to us and mm. killing us. Like So, like, the super sappers definitely helped 
and the pally healing the the tapping warlock definitely helped him get that initial threat so we could start seeding pretty quickly whereas before we were waiting six seven seconds like before we could seed and that's a lot of time like wasted yeah um i think uh it's hard for me because i can't see anything on most of these boss fights <laughs> it's like such a tank excluded fight i feel like or like a lot of these fights are i'm sitting there with morgrim and i like he's just a big body in front of me and everyone's like ah murlocs and i'm just sitting there like all right let me know i don't see a thing all i see is crush yeah like i hope it goes well uh (laughs) that's like how i feel that's how i feel about every boss i'll talk about maybe more when we get to vash too um but it's just like i feel like i have no agency i do my job right and i just don't think there's just nothing else i can do to make for these attempts go better than they already are like I'm on Morgrim and like we're, we'll wipe on stuff and I'll be like, what? I can't do anything. Like, yeah. how can Basically, I adjust? The, the the best thing that you could do is be at the right spot and make it so I could pump immediately yeah. and continue pumping. And that's like your job's done at that point. Like I've, I've hit all my yeah, pumps. As a take, I'm, I'm the exact same. That's just like, what can I do? You know? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I did my job. Yeah, all the, the rest fights of you, are. Come I mean, on, I, I hate to say it, but like all Which those is fights. Probably why tanks get so angry too. <laughs> well, the fights are still like tank and spanks for us. Like it's not for you guys. Like I felt like vanilla. Almost everything was a tank and spank. Um, <laughs> but in now there's like all these mechanics, but like I don't ever have to really do them. <laughs> I just I'm just standing around there tanking like a thing like normal, so it's not too bad. But um, Thursday we'll go back to Vash because we don't do it on Tuesday. Thursday, we go to Tempest Keep, which is yesterday, and we just crush it. Tempest we Keep. We did. We killed we it. We crushed it. We're not on Kael'thas progression because we want to get Vash down first is what we decided. But the first three bosses, Alar, Void Reaver, and Solarian, we've, we one-shot everything. We didn't wipe once in TK. Nothing on trash. We felt like we had that down pretty good. We we had a pretty cool thing on Alar. I don't know. If I, it sounds like people are struggling on Alar. I've seen some guilds struggling on Alar. We we had a warlock put an imp between the two platforms. Uh, I guess platform one and two, if you're coming in and looking on the left. Uh, and that's where I am. So I would intervene, then intercept, so that Alar couldn't like run away and get off any, nice. uh, any blasts, which Smart. was cool. I don't think it's needed. I think that if there's two blasts, Almost any guild should be able to heal that up. Um, but it was cool to just try to like get none out. We're having our priest put the void, uh, little void pet, that little shadow fiend. Um, <laughs> was like, the void, what am I supposed to be doing? I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was fine. It feels like that fight's gonna go horribly in phase two. Like we'll get hit with the meteor and everyone's at like 20% health and we're scattering and I'm like, uh oh, but it ends up being fine. We just don't lose that many people. I honestly think the fire at people's feet is where people die the most on that fight is it gets put the on. The funny is just, just seeing people standing at it and be like, dude, move. This is like, the get, thing. Well, like, get don't the, you get like, the ad on GTFO and it will yell at you. Like, just move. That is true. <laughs> that is very helpful, though. Right. Because there are times where, like, you don't realize you're in something because on your screen, it doesn't look like you're in it. Right. No, I have this annoying like eh, 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 yeah. going off at me, and I'm like, oh, what am I in? What am I in? <laughs> like, there, there's um, there's absolutely a pack in TK because our our 
Raid Leader was like, melee, move out of that AoE on the ground. I think that if you're on the lowest settings, there must be some AoE you can't see. Because I was like, <laughs> there is. I was like, there's nothing there on is. the ground. <laughs> I've I've everything yeah, on the lowest though. Um, it's the particle something. I forget what yeah. it is. It it was a huge problem for us on three Drakes up in Wrath. And we had to actually like walk through everybody how to turn this turn that specific should, graphic setting up so you could always see that you were standing in the goo this just gave me a serious like m- like i just remembered something is there a visual to the skeleton's immolation on nightbane like a visual like they're pumping out an aura or like any damage that's on the ground i don't think so that you can see not okay. that I noticed. I remember. <laughs> Yip's like, I'm just making sure. <laughs> I, I have this memory. In, I played TBC private servers for like a second during TBC so I could see raid content. And I remember on Nightbane having to turn my settings up in order to be able to like see something. But maybe I'm thinking of something different and I just don't remember. Because that is definitely a thing back in the day. If your settings were too low, you just can't yeah, I, see it. I specifically remember it when we were working on three three drakes up on Sartherion in Wrath. I think it was Sartherion. Oh, you know what? And and that was literally where we had to be like, listen, guys, go into like we like because we didn't have Discord or anything. We had to like put like like an infographic up on our uh, forum on website. Your website. We had. <laughs> yeah, and like that told them how <laughs> how to do it because it it literally people would just stand in and then then like right after that there and like an add on came out that was instantly banned within a week. It was an add on mm. that literally changed the color of the ground to where you should be standing at different fights and made everything easy mode. I can't remember the name of the ad, but it was banned within a within like a week. That's pretty dope. Okay, we're going down. This is like uh, nostalgia lane here. Yeah, was it Ultimate Online? Ultimate Online that that happened on <laughs> um, uh, Star Star Wars Galaxies, where I was one of the first Jedi. <laughs> um, oh so Alar Alar goes down. Alar, oh my, we so we sat to melee. I feel like that's important. We sat to melee for I feel TK. Like that's important. Because it made everything just better. Like melee in there have the worst time in True. Tempest Keep. I feel kind of bad for them. Like, I don't know. So <laughs> we sat we did have to sit too, but Void Reaver, I mean, I know there's like threat mechanics. <laughs> Everyone just seems to ignore them entirely. And it really is like almost not even a problem for us. Um, okay. Listen. I have to talk about Void Reaver because last episode I talked about Void Reaver. And if you remember, Ale, I Ale, died. Mel died five times. Five times. Died five times. In that fight. Yeah. In, in, vo- in a single if you look fight. At the, if you look at the logs, it's like Mel dies, Mel res, heal, 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 one shot. Res, heal, 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 How's one shot. Happen? Res. Listen, I. Mel because is, I don't have very much health. I'm a priest. I don't have very much health. Because Mel's coming in. Ah, uh, yeah. Mel has like seven k health. Okay, yeah. and she's no, not topping like her. She gets battle rest. She gets battle rest and starts AOE healing instead of healing herself. <laughs> you know, you got a list of a list of things here. 
She's also the only holy priest, so like having her up makes sense to to battle res, you know. So like, and I had my spirit of redemption every time I died. So yeah, it was kind of cool. Lot of free I think healing, it actually made right? the fight easier. Yeah, yeah. But you should have seen <laughs> so me like a full minute of of spirit of redemption through that fight. Every time Harskar was like, so and so battle res Mel, and I was like, again, Do you, are you sure? Are you no? okay? Um, and but I did not. No, Bob, don't take this away from me. I did not die at all this time. Ale, how are you doing, Void Reaver? Because our threat issues, there's just nothing else. Well, here, before he does that, okay, sorry. let me say what I wanted to say. Like, me and F, me and FJ know that we don't want to go down the road of swapping shammies into groups for multiple lusts. Yes. We don't want to do that. We don't want to take DPS from other groups. But on fights where three tanks could really get stuff and we could pump because of it like i'm all for just rotating the shammies in letting you guys get bloodlust after bloodlust our heroism after heroism and then we could just pump and not have to worry about it because like me and fj are like having to go afk for that fight i think you just pump he doesn't drop that much he just doesn't drop aggro that much so i think you should just pump i think that people should ignore aggro except for the top threat and just pump because he'll kill like one person. Like he doesn't do he doesn't do a full. See, I threat guess he drop. always kills me. Yeah, he doesn't do a, he'll, he doesn't do a full threat drop. He only pushes you back a of little. Of course, bit. you being the so, tank, that's a sacrifice you're willing to make, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. You're getting it. Well, like, people are dying anyway. One person. Yeah. Ah. Um. But Ale, I want to hear how it goes for you and what you guys are doing. Yeah. So basically, I tank in full DPS gear, my full like arena set. Um. And I like pop recklessness off the start. He doesn't hit that hard, actually. Um, so yeah. I just go ham. I try to hold him for like two threat knockdowns, and then our feral druid is in is in second, and we just misdirect onto me after that. Um, basically, every, after I lose it every time, and then usually I stay high enough in second that it's fine. And our feral has such crazy threat. They wear they wear full yes. like threat gear, like full full feral dps whatever they have and it's fine we usually end up do losing some people towards the end but um you know not many like maybe one or two yeah yeah see i think that makes more sense we're trying to have our paladin in that rotation too and like letting him get aggro at first and having three tanks making it really hard for me i would love to start yeah <laughs> and gain threat but instead the bear is always tanking like the bear immediately takes over the paladin and I'm just sitting there like an idiot desperately like I'm usually like fourth trying to get I'm rage. like fourth or yeah. fifth and like I know people are holding back and I'm like oh, I'm popping rage pots but all right next week we're 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 wrecking we're going full DPS we'll we'll give that a shot and see how it goes um and I honestly do think like the bear alone could tank for like most of the fight because it just doesn't happen that yeah. often so i do think that two tanks is is plenty to be able to let people pump to it would just be easier for us instead of trying to like keep the paladin up first and yeah yep that's okay. uh that, that's basically how we're doing it so um it's makes sense it seemed to have been been fine so far yeah i mean even still like we're not in threat of like wiping it's just always like that's a couple more deaths than <laughs> than I would like to see. Uh, but yeah, I, getting faster fights is, of, of course, better, too. And then finally, we go to Solarian. 
and I get to do my favorite job of the week. I put on my strap on my arcane resist gear and I go stand uh, hanging out with our paladin tank also in his arcane resist gear and we just hang out. We're having a good time. That's pretty much it. It's very easy. I don't know if Bob or Mel have more to say on this fight. I got I do nothing. <laughs> so I kind of I kind of just made a decision, a personal decision to not equip most my people did i believe yeah resistance i don't think you it. i don't think i don't think you do either i think it might help at the very start of the fight but yeah i just, just didn't DPS. do it and just dps did it just went fine yeah yeah just dps <laughs> um mel how was the healing was it still pretty insane or was it better I don't even remember, so it must not have been that bad. Yeah, we had we had six healers, so it really changes everything. Yeah, like we were we were accidentally double pulling sometimes. Like we would accidentally pull an extra pack like halfway through a pack, and we still weren't wiping. Which is like before we'd be we like last week we were wiping when we pulled one pack sometimes. It's right. Like, so like the difference was just so huge. Well, I think and, we all kind of know the fights too, and kind of what the mechanics are. Well, yeah, and a little yeah. bit of that, but I do think that the sixth healer helped. I think that. For that boss particularly, there's a decent amount of AoE damage. Um, so it helped that I didn't pull aggro on my circle of healing. <laughs> I don't think you have I any worries on that. I say, TK went swimmingly well. We didn't wipe on anything. But personally, I died a lot. I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I'm pretty sure I won most deaths in TK this week. I think I had like 12 or 13 or wow. something like that. Yep. No, you had Very six. impressive. No I, had, no, I had more than six. Or maybe Kim gave the counter after we went and did uh, Bosch projection, uh, progression after that. Yeah, okay, you so had, had those six. attempts in there. Guess how many Not I had. Horrible. None. Zero. Yeah, no deaths. Yeah, but six, was I number one or was I number two? Yeah, you were number one tied with Kim. <laughs> yeah, so we had, you know, we had some deaths, but TK really uh, wasn't too bad. Maybe we'll change our minds when we're on Kael'thas, but uh, we head out after Solarian to go to Vash because we have, let's see, we finished in just over an hour and a half, the first three bosses, which I was stoked about. I was very, very happy with that um, for a second week in there. So we head over to Vash and uh, oh, I got two nether vortexes. So I'm on my way to Storm Herald, first of all. Very important <laughs> piece. So we're two of us. We're on our way. Uh -huh. But then we had to Lady Vash. And uh, this is the fight that really made me realize that like there's nothing I can do to help my friends. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, my job's not hard, but the fight is. So it's really weird and like hard to deal with. Dude, and like we're having okay, so phase one's easy. Phase two though is really a lot, and like we didn't we didn't realize at the start that the that the corrupted uh, the corrupted guys that have the ball you have to dunk, you know, four yeah. times. Those guys despawn after fifteen seconds. So I knew that. Killed them, I don't. I didn't know people up. didn't know that. That was See, like that's lots like the of thing. us had no clue. Like they're like it despawned. And so, yeah, and so, like, we didn't realize that. But then also on top of that, like, every guide says, have an elemental shabby sh uh, tank the, uh, the uh, what's those big walker dudes? The Fenstrider. Yeah, and we didn't do that. And, like, 
like I I looked at all to be fair, I looked at all the guys today instead of like prior to raid. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's helpful. So but like we didn't do that. So it we just had we had an Affy lock trying no, to we, first of all, we did do that, but you locks were pulling from him. So we stopped after oh. one attempt. <laughs> it didn't work the first time we did it. So we were like, you can have a shot. A lot of guys say shaman or warlock. Um, so shaman is the best, but I think warlock uh, with their whatever curse they put on, <laughs> whatever affliction was doing was working out good. I just felt at the end of like all of our attempts, I'm like, listen, guys, like I took aggro and I just kited like. Yeah. We just want the warlocks to pump as much damage as possible. And if you get aggro, if you're a mage or a warlock, just kite it. Like, well, I also feel like we do. were having people net, but there wasn't a clear like direction of how or when to net, right? And well, so, that's what kiting is yeah, like, I, though, unfortunately. like Right, but I'm not even saying, like, I'm just saying, so what happened was we had like six people with nets, and Two people would throw it at once, and then it would be like net, 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 and then everybody's like, "I don't have any nets," and then it's like you're, <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> if they would net, and the f- the fence strider was close to anybody in melee range, they would right. just one shot them yeah. because they're it's the same thing as like frost nova, where they just turn to whatever's close to them e- e- immediately and just hit them. And so, which I did not know because I'm never close to that fence strider, right? Well, everyone should learn that. That's happened with. With Nova being the the most egregious, is if someone even if they have threat, if they're Nova'd and you get near them, they'll whack you and kill you. <laughs> it's really annoying. Yeah. As as soon as they are, as soon as a mob's uh, rooted, he's going to try to hit anything that is in range of him, and that yeah. like kills so many poor poor melee and five band dungeons too. Don't be melee, forehead. Yeah, that's really the the true answer. So with Lady <laughs> Vash, the first part is just a tank and spank. There's really nothing to worry about. Maybe I think you have to have a grounding totem down for the tank, but very, very easy. Second phase is insane. You got sp- ad spawning. You've got to kill these like tainted ads and and throw a core between each other to shut off cores. There's a lot going on, and we obviously just need time to see it. <laughs> And every attempt was like better and better. There's just one of those it fights was. that seems like we all just need to like. The thing is, like, everyone, like you were saying, you didn't have a lot of direction, but I feel like that is how Lady Vash works, is everyone needs to know how the fight works and have personal agency in order to get the fight done, to say, we need a net now, I need to throw this to somebody, I need to dunk in the Tainted Core. All these things, like, are too hard to call out the whole time. Um, It seemed like, at least the way that we were doing it, Um, but we were pretty close, Um, and I received some information last night and I don't know how Ale does. Maybe you can tell us how his phase threes go. But I heard that. Wait, can I can I talk about the phase two real fast first, though? Yeah. So we also all had this macro that we shared that would oh whisper God. your target that you toss them the thing. And I kept getting whispered. And I was like, I don't have a thing. And they were like, Mel, so that that pole that you were standing right next to. You just click on that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I understand the concept of this ability. I just 
literally don't have the thing. And they were like, well, can you move? And I was like, okay, I'm just saying I was in the middle of a fight and I get a whisper that I have this thing. So I go and try to click. <laughs> like, the problem is you, you, all you said was, I think I have a core and you were standing next to one. And everyone's like, Oh, what the hell? And then like people were yelling at you to throw it and you're like, it's not doing anything. And it's because like <laughs> the macro auto whispers no matter what. And someone yes. hit it on Whoever you. you're targeted on. Yes. Yeah, so someone right? hit it on you who I think didn't even have a core. And it was just like yeah. these sort of things. <laughs> well, and then and then Mel hit it on Stoof. Oh, yeah. Who cause she and she didn't have a core. And so then Stoof thought she had a core. And then like, <laughs> Yeah, the cores cores are our problem. We're missing cores, and we'll never finish the boss if we miss cores. Um, but you only have fifteen seconds to kill them, though. Before they despawn, that's not the problem, though. We're we saw bodies that were despawning with no one looting. Apparently, like we're really doing oh. a poor job on the course. Like, I, and I can't do anything because I'm tanking a naga in the center. Can't even see anything. I think on our last wipe, we had we we had dunked two and seven had yeah spawned. that's our problem are we dunk the first two and we just don't dunk anymore well there'll be like seven out before we wipe like i really feel like if we do the first four cores then we get it down like that's yep. just like we i think that we can do it um it's just a bizarre mechanic it's very very bizarre it's cool it's very cool i like it i'm not gonna enjoy it on farm <laughs> i think yeah um but so phase three, though, apparently, so I know that people are putting out like hunter traps and stuff in order to soak like they can be targets of uh, Lady Vash's like things she puts on the ground. Who knows? I haven't been on phase three. Apparently, you can use the thornlings from Dire Mall. You know what I'm talking about, Bob? Those little thornlings that you can place. Oh, they, wow, they're in really? the little like things you can loot in yeah. Dire Mall. Um, and if you did DM Easter runs, you might have some of these. It spawns a little thornling that pulls aggro and like pumps out damage. Maybe I forget what it does, but it just sits there. It's poison immune, so you have you can have the whole raid put down twenty five of these. They'll all be <laughs> targets, and they're invincible. Apparently, it just cheeses the wow. entire last phase of the fight. Yeah, that's what uh Perky's told me that last night. They they do that. Huh. Um and and yeah, that's it was apparently cheating. suit. It is kind of cheating. It wouldn't surprise me if that got nerfed. Uh, I can understand snake traps and things like that, but you can just place all those thornlings. The problem is they're BOP. You got to go farm them in Dire Maw yourself. But um, I'd love to hear how Ale's doing this, especially because we haven't gotten past phase two. Uh, yeah, we're just not. We're doing Kale first because we heard that one is easier and less RNG. <laughs> so... Well, there you go. Ale, yeah, we heard the you, same what thing. What are you basically. here for, Ale? You're I supposed know, to give us all this advice about how no, to. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm very glad because I heard. <laughs> I just, it makes me feel more in line with people because it is hard. <laughs> it is it's hard. A, it's like it's a hard fight. The only we have heard that Kale's easier. It has more kills than Lady Vash has. Before our guild, just feels like Kale's going to be harder because, like, at the end of <laughs> I think. Un unironically at the end of void reaver somebody asked us oh does this boss have a threat drop mechanic <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's that kind of stuff where i'm like lady vash might just be the key yeah. <laughs> and that like we do and plus like the timing i think works out better but um that's what we went for and Hopefully we get it down next week. If we don't i might start feeling some regret that we maybe made the wrong choice but <laughs> i think we're close 
it's just getting that phase. If you get it, apparently with the Thornlings, if you get a smooth transition to phase three, it's like done. <laughs> That's all yeah, you need to do. What do you think is the reality of getting all of our 25 raiders to go to Dire Mall and get a Thornling? Um, low, but I could easily see 15 to 20 people having Thornlings, which Agreed. would be yeah. a huge benefit. I guess that's better. Yeah, yeah. It's not like everybody has it or you don't use it, I guess. Yeah, you can just put down as many as you have and it should make the the fight easier. Uh, Again, I have Will you put me on follow and take me to Dire Mall to get a thorn lane next week? Uh, That's against terms of service. So, no. Well, we haven't seen Kael'thas at all. So, let's hear how Kael'thas progression is going. Exactly what I was going to ask. Yep, what I was going to ask next. I mean, it's it's also a pretty rough fight. We've we've been progressing by just like learning each of the phases, but right now our like our phase four is really rough. Um, Which phase is phase four? So like the first one, you fight them all individually, right? And then the second mm-hmm. one is the weapons, and then three, you fight all of them at the same time. So we're we're able to get through that now. But when we get to phase four. It just gets extremely chaotic with the phoenixes and um, being able to break his shield. We actually are struggling. Like it's, we feel like we might not have the DPS for it, or it's it's very close, yeah. right? So uh, obviously, getting more gear from week to week is going to help with that. But um, pretty much all hell breaks loose right there, and you know, the mind controlling as well is like a huge issue. The fact that both these end bosses have an MC is just insane because like that always <laughs> seems to mess people up because you know we have very like you know strict healing assignments and things like that. And if someone gets MC'd then you know tank dies or something happens and it seems like we need to kind of figure out a way. But the problem we've we've had with it actually is that like it takes so long to get to that phase that it's really tough yeah. to just, like just practice that specific thing, right? Yeah, I mean, you're probably, I mean, you're probably like tired almost by the time that phase rolls around, even doing the boss so long yeah. at that point. I've got a question for you. So I haven't looked into KT much yet because we're like not planning on doing that. But does his mind control also do what Lady Vosh does? Like where it like buffs the person to where they're they're a literal god? No, it's 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 an it's normal as as far as I know. Okay, so you could still just kill him, though, because like basically the Lady Vash mind can control. Like you're not killing that mind controlled person, no matter what you try. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I was just curious if Kathos. I don't don't like calling him KT. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, too many too many it's too KTs. many KTs. I agree. Hardscare says you poke them with a Lego sword and it breaks the MC. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's what we do. The the hunters, make sure your hunters have dagger skill because they have to break the MCs with the daggers, and if they don't, then they can't. Yeah. Oh, that's actually oh, interesting. That's actually a good point. You hear that? Hunters get dagger skill. Kind of funny. Time time to head back to what's it? Uh, Blasted lands to work up that dagger skill. Is that the best place to do it now? Um, I just do it. I actually it's just still, farm. Yeah, it still is. Funny, funny enough, I usually just farm now because uh, most of my stuff's like 300. I'll just like go farm primals and get my skill up or something. Just kind of like knock two birds out. Yeah, as a warrior, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. But I'm thinking like Both, on other, yeah, classes, other classes, like yeah. you, you probably just want to 
take a healing friend, just AFK there while you like watch a show. That's how I worked up all of mine in vanilla. I mean, I had 300 of every skill Whoa. because you're just AFK'd. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely an easy way to do it. Did you have Mel there healing for you while you AFK'd? You're like on the couch watching something and Mel's sitting there healing your warrior. Like, Yep, uh. yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, uh, so don't act like Bob always carries me, right? You know, if it wasn't against the terms of service, I probably would have just, you know, just done it myself with her. But of course I didn't because that's against <laughs> terms of service. I've certainly never implied Bob carried anybody, so that's not, <laughs> that's not fine. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but that is uh that is how we've been doing. I know Bob had some stats, maybe. On yeah, yeah. I just I just thought it would be in, interesting for listeners to hear what's you know what's going on current currently and what guilds are doing. So basically, seven thousand fourteen guilds are seven of ten or lower. Then four thousand six hundred thirteen guilds are eight of ten, like us. And then 1,769 guilds have went 9 of 10. Um, and that could be either K, uh, Kathos or uh, Lady V. But then 2,301 guilds have went 10 of 10. So basically, like, what's that? Is that 13? So basically, like, what's that? percentage i should have probably written that down but like basically 15 percent of guilds maybe have have cleared everything i have a current percentage over the last two weeks right now um it looks like 9.2 percent of guilds have killed kalathos and 5.5 percent of guilds that raided in the last two weeks have killed lady vash um so still very low numbers (laughs) um Morgrim is third there with 17%, and then Alar with 27.6%. So only almost only just over a quarter of guilds have killed Alar uh, a couple weeks ago. Which is soon. crazy. Cause it must it, it it with these stats, what that tells me is it it must be that people are actually able to skip Alar can, and yeah. still kill other bosses. I think you can just go to Void Reaver if you want, and I'm sure uh, yeah. that's what people are doing. Funny enough. It looks like Leo has the highest kill percentage at 65.4% uh, over the last two weeks of kills that attempted him. Yeah, so. somehow they scrape it by just like we do, right? That actually, yeah, that worries me. <laughs> yeah, with that percent, what that tells me is they just skip Hydros, which we know we can do because we've done trash farms, and they just go right on past straight to Leo. I, I wonder if it's because guilds are like, well, the more... Fang of the 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 Leviathans we get in the better. It's, like the, it's almost like the same thing we do. I mean, like we'll go to TK instead of progressing on Vash because it's like we should be killing the bosses we can kill. We were just confident at at our guild skill level that we'd be able to kill Hydros. We'd be able to kill you know these other bosses. So that's kind of why we never skipped. Because it's like I refuse to believe our guild can't kill like Alar. <laughs> so we'll we'll wipe until we kill Alar. That's like the which uh, yeah, which which we did pretty quick, but it it was interesting to me to see that so many guilds had not killed Alar. Yeah. Another thing that's like Ale, you were talking about your pro- progression, and your guild is a lot like ours, where you're really not capitalizing on bringing as much 
uh, ranged as as possible. Like it seems like you guys are pretty much as melee heavy as we are. Am I right in that uh, assumption? You're wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, <laughs> oh, we, we have. Well, I mean, you said you had yeah. three locks, which is pretty low for like most high end guilds. Well, I wouldn't say we're high end, but uh, no, we have one lock group. We have uh, another caster group, which is like mages and uh, shadow priest, and we have our tank in there. And then we have a hunter group as well, and then healer group, and then one melee group. I mean, that's what we're running, and I feel that's that's melee okay. heavy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought that was just. I mean, it's it's. Thought that was just fine. Yeah, I mean, bring less melee. We okay. We're we are actually a little more melee heavy because we end up sometimes with melee outside the melee group. I think that that's the biggest problem we have is we we end up yeah. sometimes with like seven melee. So this time we did have a melee group. We actually we went one lower though during this week. So we only had really four melee, and then I got to be in the melee group with the wind fury and all that. So that was pretty slick. Uh, first, first Pretty time sweet. for a whole night, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, three. We have, we have for warlocks, we have three and an affliction warlock. Uh, for hunters, we run three, which I would say is three to four. I think is normal for for guilds. So, um, hey, we're about the same. But yeah, melee. May I don't know how your melee do. Our melee seem to struggle on a lot of these fights. They end up dead like super early, <laughs> a lot of the times. Um. Yeah, I just don't know. It's hard for me to tell what it is, what's going on exactly. Uh, right. Yeah, stuff sneezes, they die. Yeah, that's basically. <laughs> ask ask Meldron how often uh, he spends dead. It's a lot. We'll be sure to yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's move on to... <laughs> Time for the news. There, there was some changes to the 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 minimum GCD. So, minimum GCD raised to one second, and basically like nerfed the mind uh, quickening gem. Um, I don't really understand this, but when I looked into it, like it said that like it really didn't change anything for PvP mages, but did kind of change things for PvE mages that have a shaman. Or does anybody know or make sense of this? So haste lowers the GCD, right? They're just saying mages were using mind only gem for casters. For cast, though ca haste for haste for spell casters lowers yep. their GCD. Um. So what was happening is people were mind quickening and getting bloodlust as I think arcane mages. I would assume arcane mages are the reason they felt like they needed to change something and they were pumping out like 15k DPS. And like I don't I don't know like specifically why one second um you know like is the number that it needs to be. Like I don't know what these breakpoints are or anything like that. Uh but that is why they're changing it. It's just they're making sure the GCD stays at a second because apparently, I guess it was just uh, too good. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to step yeah, in sweet. and uh, I'm an expert on this. So I actually have a major name MQG as well. And this is actually a PvP change okay. primarily. And the reason for this was people could Frost Nova and with Icy Veins and Bloodlust, they could hit you with like 
seven ice lances in one gnome oh, because wow. the GCD was under a second. Right? Ooh. So it's extremely OP. Trust me, you come against a mage who has this and they get a little bit of luck where the Nova doesn't break right away and they'll kill you in one Nova. And that's, I mean, I was doing this. So <laughs> if if you watch uh, Vinruki at all, he's been lamenting because he's been trying to get Mind Kilkenny Gem for an entire year. He actually has his guild go back and do wow. uh, BWL right now just to get it because he's like a gladiator mage and he doesn't have this and it's so, so strong. So it ended up getting nerfed to one second. It's the GCD, when they put in the haste changes in original TBC, that was the cap was one second. Nothing could go below that mm. if you stacked everything. So the fact that this could was a bug. And so basically just fixed that. And it's still extremely strong to get your GCD down to a second. But before it was like having being able to go like, you know, like a half second ice every second half second to, you know, three quarters of a second you could ice land somebody. It was just it was nutty. There's been yeah. times, like you said, where I've I've literally a hundred to zero somebody with a Nova and Mind Cooking Gym Bloodlust Ice Lances. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. Maybe that's what's been going on in all my arenas. <laughs> that's why I can't get out of fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> all these darn cheating mages. That's I it. knew it. That's it. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's cool. Because I actually watched. Uh, I actually got to catch uh, prepared live um just before the podcast and they didn't know that either they were going by uh they were going by somebody else's account of it i forget his name well i'm glad um, we got the scoop yeah that sounds yeah, pretty nuts. super cool um but yeah i mean one second still seems good so oh, i yeah it's still it's still very strong if you have a shaman and you're frost mage with mqg you're definitely gonna hit that no problem so yeah um, any thoughts it's it's still very very strong but... uh, are, do you think people are, is there any like backlash to this are people upset at this change or i mean it sounds like it's unequivocally a, a bug <laughs> that's being fixed i mean the people in power who have this are gonna maybe complain a bit but it was seriously overpowered yeah. i don't think it's like i i had it and like you know i would laugh with glee every time i could do <laughs> it but it's it just doesn't feel fair yeah. and it's like one of those things where you're like <laughs> the haves versus the have-nots. The fact that it's like a classic item, like having this much power, I think it's totally fine. And anybody who's complaining about it is just like it's like a rich person complaining that uh, they're not making enough money or something. Yeah. It's just like it was kind of like fine. me in our in our original TBC with a really good PC and broadband <laughs> connection. And so many people had dial-up, and I'm just in arena like, I am a golden god. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. That's definitely a good thing that got fixed. Uh, I can now beat Rogue... Well, I guess there has to be a shaman, so I guess Rogue Mage. I have no excuse for losing <laughs> to still. Uh, anyway, yeah. good thing this has changed. <laughs> oh, man, good, good, good times. Right, so in other news... Free character transfers are now of of available for the WoW Classic Era. AKA, so, we only want uh, one to two servers of this nonsense. Please transfer. I know. It's just like, what's funny is, like, I don't see in the notes, like, it just says they could transfer servers, but, like, I don't see... No, it says at the top where, too. Oh, okay, okay. So, basically, they're pushing everybody to white main for PvP and Mankirk. Yeah, for normal. Yep. And yeah, that's it. That's they're just they yeah, <laughs> classic era servers. 
Yeah, just to let you guys know, that it is free. So, like, if you have one there, you don't play it much, maybe just do it just in case because it is free at the moment. The only stip- st- stipulations is you can't move if you're a guild leader, you have an active auction listings or bids, or you have mail. So, yeah. And then uh, you may be required to lose your name. So do it as soon as possible because you will be required to change your name if somebody already has your name there. So, and I think Blazing Bob's open. So if you want to be me, just go ahead and do it. I mean, but why, why encourage people to do this? Even like you're saying, even if you don't play, go and do this. So what, they have an inflated number of people that are actually interested in this stupid experience, in my opinion? I just mean, if they ever do something with them, I don't know that the free transfers will be available later. So if it takes you five, if you already paid to have your character stay there, you might as well do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're, no one's actually playing either way. It's providing data that like more people are interested in it than potentially are. And I guess they can have play data so they know like this many people are actually active on the server. But yeah, I don't know. Just weird. And all power to those people. I do know that there are people that are like that do still play classic era servers. And that's awesome. But it's just not my thing. It's it's very few people, but this will this will make those servers better. So, the people that do play, that's open. So, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. Uh, in in other news, uh, they did they continue to try and fix Lady Vosh and KT. So, Lady Vosh, I guess uh, they would sometimes e. E- evade when backing up into shield generators uh, and like now they fix that but also like when they fix the original threat drop bug they actually for a short time broke the uh, the lanterns that you dunk the the uh, the the balls in so literally Lady Vash was un was unkillable for a short uh, time yeah, wait, I think that I think that actually I think the threat thing is fine I think it's the backing up and evading into shield generators is what fixing is what caused the bug. So I think they, she can still back up and evade in shield generators because they reverted that fix because it broke it more. So her threat, I think, Ugh. is fine right now, but her backing up and evading, I think, is rebroken and they'll have to put a new thing in because the evading is like annoying and what happens sometimes, but not being able to dunk was like no one can do the boss. <laughs> so, you know. Gotta revert that. Kind of crazy. Like it feels evils. like they they're struggling with bugs, and it's kind of like disheartening. Last week, the whole several weeks thing, <laughs> the threat they oh, knew about oh, it for yeah. several weeks, and then this is just like they can't fix it. Like it worries me for for future stuff, like wrath, even too. Like the more modern these things are, I bet the less intervention they want to have. Like they probably had to do a lot to classic vanilla to make it like functional. Most likely, like they're probably like, okay, we gotta like. Well, and they had Omar for that. Yeah. they don't and, have him. And now. now it's like, now that it's more modern, they maybe didn't put as much work into like TPC as they did vanilla. And they're like, oh, shit's broken, and we don't know how to fix it. Well, and I think one of the big problems is is they they're trying to bring these bosses in 
in their pre-nerf state. Yeah. And I think the, lots of the pre-nerf states of lots of these different things were just broken. Yeah, that could that could be as well, too. Like, this bug could have been there back then. <laughs> it was just a like, short period of time. Cthun, it his pre-nerf state, he was he was broken. You know what I mean? Like, bringing that in, like, it's just you're just bringing in something that's broken. So I'm a, I'm a little worried about them continuing to try to bring the pre-nerfed or not nerfed stuff in. And so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did you have any uh, dealing with this ale? With the, which one? Well, he doesn't do Vash, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I've, I've, I've seen people have issues, I mean, but. This uh, is a good reason not to do, yep. <laughs> to do Vash progression. They can't fix the boss. Oh, we made a mistake. Nah. Only 5% of guilds have done it. <laughs> that scares the shit out of I me. I mean, only less than double have done Kael'thas, so it's not too off. Oh man! All right. Well, that's basically it for like the. Sh- There's some bigger news coming, but we're going to talk about it in. Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? So the big news is, guys. WoW Classic Fresh is coming back, and they're calling it WoW Classic Season of Mastery. And, uh, yeah, so you just want me to go through these, or should we go through them piece by piece? And then you guys just chime in when you want to, like, talk about what I'm covering? Let's or go piece by piece. Uh, like okay. the, yeah. I think the rate, I mean, at least the raid boss updates, the faster the next part, and the quality of life updates. Uh, or should at least be separated out into. All right. Well, here we'll just we'll just we'll start at the start. You guys just jump in when when you want to talk about it. So, and reading these, like I know I joke about it all the time that Blizzard listens to the podcast, but wow, they like literally said like kind of like what we said when we discussed like new classic realms. But here here goes. They're going to do the six regular content uh, phases, they're, but they're going to do them faster. This is going to be a six-phase a six launch on a 12-month total cadence. So they're basically going to the seasons that Yip asked for Yeah, just remember, I was the ago. first person to ever say WoW Classic Seasons, okay? No uh-huh. one had even heard of the term. I said the <laughs> um I will tell you that I consume almost all WoW classic content and you were the first yeah. one that mentioned it to me. Well, so. every every other game has seasons is really the what I'm joking about <laughs> is wasn't a hard thing to come up with. But yeah, so that's that's going to be interesting. The first phase is going to be Moltencore, Onyxia, Moradon, but the PvP honor system and battlegrounds. Like, I don't think just Alteric Valley, Warsong Golds. I yeah, think you're going to have all three battlegrounds there, uh, basically, and honor from the beginning. So as you're leveling up in Stranglethorn Vale, you're getting honor in the honor system. Like, what do you guys think about this? So I think it's awesome. I think it'll promote a much healthier, uh, like, Twink community as well too, because if battlegrounds are out from launch, 
maybe this time in Classic Fresh, all I want to do is like be a 19 rogue who does Warsong Gold. Holy goals. shit. I didn't even yeah. think about doing that. Oh, I might do that. Exactly. Dude. Like it might be fun to go mess around and just like have a twin character on these and then play. Wow, that's a good idea. I didn't even think about. What do you think, Gail? That sounds like yeah, that's something I didn't even consider either. That sounds pretty sweet. That's cool. And not just my idea, if you guys have. I mean, something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad. Obvi- it's it's obviously good though, right? Because how often have we complained about Phase Two World Open World PvP? Like, obviously. Well, oh, yeah, and yeah. everybody was like camping you because like <laughs> they had nothing more to do at that well, point, that's, right? So, like every way that somebody plays the game is actually a hierarchical decision. We've talked about this before, where like if Alliance is the bigger people on a server, they'll act the same way that Horde do on a server. Like everything is actually the game making people do stuff. And if the in the game, the best way to get honor is to camp a boat and kill people, then players will That's do what they'll that. Do. Exactly. Yeah. So like they have to do something. They can't just be like, players should stop being so mean to each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that it's, I don't know. I feel like it was obvious. I just didn't see the benefit of it. Like, I guess because I am in the boat that it's too soon. <laughs> And that I don't want to look at classic again, but I know there are a lot of people that do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that that just. Yeah, it, it feels like well, we can save like we could save those thoughts for our, like our closing. But like, let's just hit on like the changes and stuff, because okay. like I'm in the same boat. I think I think, think Melbourne's an interesting point, though, is that um, it's kind of like right now we're shopping like on a full stomach or <laughs> like. Right. It doesn't even matter what any of this stuff says because, like, there's, I, you have to like put your heads into a mindset of like, do I want to play classic fresh? Like, right. And, and then so it's like, I can't. It's hard to be like, yes, this is objectively correct, but it's hard to be like, woo, we're getting it. Right. And I guess it's it's trying to identify who the audience is, right? Because just because we think that this is a good idea and this is what would help doesn't mean that the audience that is not us that is interested in playing classic fresh thinks that as well right yeah you need and some I guess time that's to where grief i people. struggle what no so you need some time to grief people you know give them a phase to kill me and in black <laughs> no nobody wants that back like let's be real like nobody wants to corpse walk to dire mall every time for months like that was unreal Right. But I guess here's my thing is we can give our opinions on this. But is there anybody here that is with these changes or not planning on you're really playing jumping? Yeah. Okay. You, right. Yeah. You're way jumping it. Like we'll ask that question after we go over it all. Okay. So speaking of Dire Ball Death Runs, that's coming out in phase two along with the world boss uh, Zuragos and Kazakh. That's all that's coming out in phase two. Which is the same, right? None of, I don't I don't even think it's the same except for the PvP system yeah, being everything else is introduced. The same. Yeah. Yeah. And then phase three, uh, Blackwing Lair, Dark, Dark Moon Fair, and Dark Moon Deck Drops begin. Phase four, Zolgarub and the Green Dragons, world bosses. And then phase five, the Ankaraj war effort begins. And I kind of want to talk about this because at your accelerated schedule, 
How did they do AQ gate opening? Like some servers didn't yeah. open the gate for like six weeks. They, so they might like, just move up the schedule of the automated turn-ins, I would imagine, to try to like yeah. lower the difference Maybe. between the latest and the earliest servers. They would have to do something like that. I feel like they just have to open it up. Because like... Well, I feel like they could decrease the effort level, right? They can decrease the effort level of how much you have to do based on the population. Right. So your server population is this and you need this many things to open up the gates. Yeah, they could do so. Oh, and it does actually say in the next line, the Encourage raids open as the oh, yeah, war yeah, it definitely is. dictates. So maybe they are already planning on. Yeah, some they're, sort def of they're definitely going to keep the war effort. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to keep the war effort. Yeah, they I think there has to be it. some. Right. They have to change it a little bit and they have to say, like, hey, here is what it is based on your server population, right? Like you need this much from this and this much from that. And I think that that would be appropriate. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. And then phase six is Naxxramas and the Scourge in invasion. So does anybody have anything about the timeline they want to hit on before I go to the next part? I think it's, I think it's good. I think a year, the problem is like, I would love it to be six to nine months, but with Vanilla WoW, it's just there's too much content to get through in that time. But the thing, a season being a year long is just is a long time to be like, oh, I'll play this season of Classic Fresh. It lasts a whole year. And when does the next one start immediately after? <laughs> like, just is a lot of WoW. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, of course, the, the timeline, I think, makes sense. A little bit shorter, plus earlier Battlegrounds. I think overall, they could have done it the first time. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So then the like the uh, the next part is is like they tried to do the original classic WoW with the challenge of patch one point one two from the the original World of Warcraft re release. As we know, that has a lot of like bug fixes, a lot of like gear changes that were huge, a lot of different things. So while they strive to be faith to be faithful to the recreation of that real release many raid encounters turned out to be easier than the first time around players uh, simply were more experienced prepared and patch updates greatly in increased player powers to like gear and stuff so with that in mind they're planning to make those early raid bosses a like a bit more of a, a pack a bit more of a punch and attempt to recapture the or the original challenge presented these changes currently include but are not limited to so there could be more that come later but uh world buffs like rallying cry of the dragon slayer and others disabled in raid instances restoring mechanics that were removed early on to some raid bosses no boss debuff limit up from six uh like up from six 16 debuffs in classic wow so now every warlock in your raid can have corruption up it's just an example um increased health on bosses to offset player buffs and the removal that the removed debuff limit. So goodbye, this warriors. This is kind of what I asked for. Goodbye. Yeah. I loved you. <laughs> um, this is awesome. <laughs> this is like really cool. This is enough changes 
that I would almost want to play it again. If rating wasn't 40 people and like it would be such a huge pain to go back and do this. This is like this sounds cool. And I like the theme, the mastery thing like we're stripping world buffs. We're making right. it hard. You can use your full class, though. So we're getting rid of debuff limit. So you get to use mm -hmm. your whole thing. You, if you want to go mortal strike a boss, you're welcome. But right. you have to deal with all this other stuff. It sounds like a lot of fun. And like if this was like, I don't want to say this is like a single player game. I would want to go back and try it. Like, can I do this challenge? But knowing how much coordination it takes, that's a whole other ball game to get through. <laughs> It's it's it sounds like a whole new era yeah. of like actual uh, actual min maxing like wow 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 theory craft like, yeah you have there's to so much crafting yeah. you could do now because this changes everything. Well, I feel like too you have to look at it's exciting and it actually I know everybody initially it was like no changes right and then we kind of realized no changes meant we can we're better at learning and can exploit the game better now yeah the game's right? easy all the way till next basically yes i mean the game was a cakewalk all the way to next let's be real even having 40 people we didn't even need 40 people to clear oh, yeah. most of the content right i mean phase, and, phase two we were like some days going in or maybe one going in a molten core with like 32 like 31 people. 32 31, yeah i mean it was pretty it was pretty bad right and so i think what you have to look at is yes people don't want changes right but they want it to feel the same that was the intention of no changes is they wanted it to feel the same and what happened was we got in there and it was so easy that we were like, wait, what? Well, and I'll make the argument that it felt the same to private server players, but OG players like myself, it did not feel the same at all. Yeah. What do you think, Gail? I mean, yeah, once once people started getting world buffs and rumbling on through and class stacking. I mean, I, I did play on private servers, so that's kind of what it was like, but it definitely didn't have the free form, you know, people could do anything, but, um, I don't know. I, it, it I don't know if this is actually going to do what people think it's going to do mm. because if they're increasing the difficulty as well as like the debuff gap, it might be, make people min max, whatever is the top for this. Probably right? even because harder now because even harder. Yeah. yeah. It's because, you know, it's, Things are going to be harder. There's not going to be world buffs. Um, I I just wonder, like, I if people are actually going to enjoy this or if they're going to think they do, but they don't because who wants? You think like, you do? The part but you of don't. Part, <laughs> I mean, I I really enjoyed getting buffed up and going and smashing dungeons that we'd already cleared a bunch. So in six months, late down the road, am I going to have fun doing like a three hour MC where everything takes forever? I mean, probably not. Right. And you have to do it because the gear, you still need the gear. So yeah. it's going to add a lot of time to things that I don't, I mean, not to be like a Debbie Downer, like I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm on the pro world buff train. So they're going to have, I, I feel like there's going to have to be more changes still because with this compressed timeline and the amount of loot that drops, I feel like more loot has to drop. Yeah. That was another thing I was going to bring yeah, up. It's, yeah. It's, I think it is. that's. You can't see me, right? That's why you're yeah. over talking to me. Yeah, yep, I get it. No, but I, I think that that's one of the big things, right? Like more loot needs to drop so that you're doing this. But I do think that it would be interesting to see 
what classes excelled outside of world buffs, right? Because right now you go back and you know with world buffs, these classes are the best. But without world buffs and without debuff limits, what class is actually excelling? Could you play something different and be successful and even like change the game in that way? I think I think Ale does have a good point though, where if we already do this in TBC where we were like, uh, eh, like it matters a little bit what you play, but if you're a good player, you can join the raid. Like as long as you're playing your class well. But like we're already like, oh, I wish we had an Ellie Shaman here. Like, oh no, two rogues. Like we ha we're already feeling this like, oh man, like what classes do we need? What classes can we bring to make this easier? But in the easy content of classic, we're like are you a body that fills 40 people? Then, <laughs> then come join us. Like come just come in. grab your consumes and world buffs, and it doesn't matter what class you are, because we'll get the content down. So there definitely is, I think, the the worry of min-maxing, especially the people who decide to play classic fresh. Because again, like Mal right. said, it won't be everybody. It'll just be the people really interested. And it could end up being a super min-maxy uh situation and not just a place where people can have fun and theory craft i bet a month before this comes out we'll already know which class will be the best people yeah. will know already which can output the simulator something the best dps and i can see i can see it going that way too yeah that's tough but it'll at least be different right and i guess that's my thing <laughs> it'll be different it'll yeah at least be different do nothing. like it yeah. won't be warriors the best class without world buffs it won't be right yeah. i yeah i even if uh, it might be. Well, yeah, yeah, it definitely still could be. It, I, I played on a, a private server that actually had the similar no world buffs, and warriors were still the strongest. But it depends what what buffs they make to the boss because they could actually balance classes that way. The reason that warriors are so strong is that you actually have so many armor reduction effects. True. Which gave them like which people didn't use before, right? So that way, like you know, back in the day, I remember castles were really strong. Everybody wanted mages. You know, rogues were still decent, but like DPS warriors, like people didn't really care about. But now, because everybody uses Curse of Recklessness, all the Sunders, Fairy Fire, warriors are like super buff, right? And on the private server that I played on, it was still the same because you could still reduce the boss's armor so low. So if one of the adjustments they make to this is to increase the boss armor, I think that's something that they would have to look at if they're trying to balance classes, because then that would... They would need to do that to knock warriors off the top tier, not just yeah. boss health. You don't think that the debuff limit might improve enough classes like Warlock or something where they might be able to overtake at least later? Because Warlocks were doing pretty decently, like in Nax and in AQ and stuff, it seemed like. It, it really all comes down to what the boss armor is, yeah. because that's just like a, a flat percent always up damage increase, right? Yeah. So uh, I hope that's something they do consider. Uh, if they're doing it this way, just so that it isn't like a melee stack again that makes everything the best. But honestly, without world buffs, you might not get the speedrunning guilds even playing it. Like I know when this came out, uh, I've been playing New World again with you know Onslaught, the top board speedrunning guild in the world, and they're all like, you know what, we're not even going to look at it because it's we like to go fast, and this is made to kind of not do that. So yeah, it's kind of not for us, and that's that's fine. People want to play it that way, you know, give her. We had our experience, you know, you guys have yours, right? So Well, and that kind of brings me to my next like like deal. And this is where it really is kind of rough because this sounds great to me if I was going to replay Classic WoW. And if this came out 
after Wrath was over, I'd be like, eh, I might try it. But the problem is, is they're trying to grab the people that like vanilla only. And that's the private server player base. Well, we have, there's like more changes to go through. You're, you're jumping ahead, Bob. Bob, you're jumping way yeah, ahead. Let's get through right, all the changes before we start talking about, about this. World yeah. buffs is a pretty big one, though, for the private server community. Would you agree, Ale? He just so. said yeah. he played a yeah, private server without is, world buffs, though. The problem is there's but no it way. It failed, right? But there's no way yeah. they were going to release a season anytime soon with world buffs. I know Ale likes them, <laughs> but I just don't see them trying an iteration that has world buffs right away when I think that most most people or like a big topping, talking point has been getting rid of world buffs. So even if we think that world buffs are better for the game health, I think they have to try this and fail before they could realize that. But the big talking point has been from people like us that are playing TBC that aren't going to play this. You, well, here's you, my you thing. See what I'm saying? Like no, they're trying think, to get the people no. who are playing. You're TBC talking about at the private servers are such. A, uh, those people were super loud at the beginning of Vanilla Classic. I don't believe for a second that private server players are even a target at all anymore. As soon private server players were playing TBC private servers during Classic Vanilla. Okay, like they were oh, they were jumping ship back point. then. Uh, to like endless and stuff. So I don't like. I don't think they're targeting private server players. I think they're targeting people who maybe aren't into TBC, like people who want to play vanilla but want it to be more like their experience originally. I don't think they want. I think they are getting rid of like really hardcore the the ability to speed run maybe too hardcore. I've always liked the idea of maybe world buffs after a short period of time, like open up world buffs later for farming. Kind of like um, how Nas did it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's like my thing. four weeks. Is that what I feel like Blizzard is failing to do here is identify their audience <laughs> and identify who actually their target population is. Because from what I see is they're putting a lot of effort into making a new fresh classic server, blah, 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 doing all of this. And Vosh and the bosses yeah, in our are, are current see are bugged, right? And that's annoying to me, yeah, one. That's, that's definitely very fair. Two, I think that they are making changes for an audience that is not going to play. They're making changes. I don't, I don't know, actually. Go ahead. Because I, I think there's a lot of people who have been quit, who have quit, who prefer classic, yeah. who played, tried TBC and don't like it. The biggest thing, I, example I can think of is apes for, you know, they quit TBC because they're just like, ah, it really wasn't what we thought it was going to be. And all of those players, like a lot of the private server players have been hopping from private server to private server. There's a lot of people who like chase that like fresh feeling. And even in- So in that's their market. Right. Yeah, I think I think it's the people who are going to private servers because a lot of people love leveling up when everybody is like really weak at the beginning and acquiring gear before epics happen. You know, it's like everybody loves like a fresh. And if if you've been on any of like the any of the um, subreddits for that, it's like people are always like, "When's the next fresh?" Right. So I think there is a large amount of people who play a game for the first six months to you know I, I wouldn't say a year, but for the first little bit. And then quit and go to like the next fresh. And if they have like season set up, 
I think that is going to be for them. And for the people who love leveling, there's a lot of the people out there who do like the hardcore yeah. community and, and things like that. And I, I think that this is kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of a lot more for, for those people, you know, the people who like leveling, the people who want fresh people who played DBC and were like, you know what, tried it, didn't really like it. I'd rather play, you know, some sort of a classic, but there isn't really a good one. You know, I think that's, I think that, I think that's who it's for. So I think do you there, think there is that a large, these address that though? Do you think that these help those people? I think it helps some of them. I don't think it helps enough of them. And because I think there's a lot of people who like to do classic speed running, like on fresh. And it's, those people aren't going to get that from this, or at least they will without world buffs. But a lot of people in that community, like really like to have the buffs, right? Yeah. I think, I think a big problem is too is we're trying to identify an audience of an mmo i don't think that the design philosophy at blizzard is to have like a single set of personas that are like this is our target audience i think they want it to be as like like open to people as possible like it would it would surprise me if any if any of their meetings are trying to like define their target other than the marketing teams for the development teams i can imagine they're trying to make as many people happy as possible, as opposed to certain people as happy as possible. And I think that's just a symptom of every MMO. Yeah, that's an unending challenge, right? You, you can yeah, never make sure. everybody happy, right? There's always going to be those people that are not happy with whatever you've done. But I do think that putting the effort and the resources into Classic Fresh, I think is great, because I think there is an audience there for it. But I think that it needs to they need to be careful that they're not listening to the audience that is not going to play that right now and a lot of the people that have been very vocal and outspoken about it are people that have that are not going to come back right and well, and that's fine go ahead bob well the 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 one big elephant in the room for me here is 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 with the no no specifically the no world buffs thing is phase six. It's I like I'm going to be watching it because I want to see these streamers actually be able to take next day one with no world buffs. Like it's going to be uncanny to try and watch them and you guys pointed out earlier to top it off with the shortened schedule people aren't going to be bis like i was getting bis towards the end of every of every uh of every phase and the phases were long like there's no way everybody's gonna have have bis if they keep the current loot drops. So like people aren't going to be bis and on top of that, not have world buffs. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to, I'm going to say something super controversial and I apologize, Ale, but I think speed running with world buffs is like super lame. <laughs> I think that trying to like do Nax first in the first 30 minutes it comes out and being able to do it very easily is really lame. I think that people like me would find Speedruns way more interesting in harder content. I know that's not what like current speedrun guilds like to do, but to me, it's like watching someone play Dark Souls instead of watching someone speedrun Super Mario, and it takes them three minutes to do Super right. Mario. Their their world, they're gating to the last world. I want to see someone struggle and see how fast they can do it. I'll agree with that too. 
the only thing that makes the speed running exciting for me is deaths. And like that kind of sucks. Okay, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> It'll make the wipe way less exciting. Like watching a speeder <laughs> killed wipe on Sunday comes out, you're like, oh, but I don't watch that because I don't watch speedrunning guilds. <laughs> I, I'll listen. Um, or like, I, I mean, I guess I watched the TBC stuff, but it just wasn't like, I, there's no, you know, there's no world buff. So I was more interested in it at that time. It just seemed right. better. The The speed running of vanilla seems so unobtainable to normal players. Yeah, everyone's like petrify flasking and 99% of everyone still has their world buffs the whole way through. It's just, it just, for normal people, it's like hard to obtain that. Right, but should it be easy? Like, are we in the everybody gets a trophy, you know, column here? You know, like, it shouldn't be easy. It should be hard. But I think the reason, you're saying the reason it's hard is because of the expectation of, like, everything that you have to do to prep for it. Well, I'm just saying it's boring to watch because, of course, they can do it very quickly. (laughs) They're, like, doing all these crazy things. They've, They've mastered the old game. This to me is more exciting. There could be like new names of speed running because in, it's because new. of this, because it's new and different, and because it's harder, um, and because it's more and like who knows stacking warlocks with all those debuffs. Who knows what you can do? Yeah, I mean, I just think it'll be more interesting to me. Who knows though? I it's a, it's just something that's not for me. I still might not be interested in it. You maybe don't right. want to target me with speed running guilds. Like I don't watch speed runs <laughs> of other games. You know, like there. So who knows? But just the final thought I'm- on that. I mean, I just think it's funny because no one was holding a gun to anyone's head saying they have to use world buffs in class. Oh, sure. yeah. You know what I mean? And now they like they actually have to outlaw it for people to be able to to do it. I mean, well, I think know, it's like, it's because I think that's silly. If you want to do the best, you're going to use world buffs, right? And yeah, so, it was a slow burn. Like everybody doing the world buffs. It's just by the end, if you were raiding Dax, you're getting world buffs every week. There was nobody not getting buffs. Maybe well, if, in our, if no, in our if there were no consumes, maybe world buffs would have been better though. But the fact that in Nax, I was like paying a bunch of money for consumes and then getting world buffs. Right, right. <laughs> but I think I guess what I'm saying here is that the one promising thought I have about this is that. Not one promising. I think it's. I think the changes are good. I like the changes, and I wish they would have been there before. But at the same time, do I wish they would have been there before? Because I went through it, and I'm like, God, you guys didn't learn from phase two. Or do I wish it would have been there before, and it would have been different, and maybe my experience would have been different, and I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much, right? I don't know that, right? That's I can't see that. But what I will say is that them having a 12 month cadence allows them to change every 12 months and that's not something they've said but every 12 months i feel like there is that opportunity for something different and something new and bringing in a different you know audience and bringing in these people and maybe there's like a cadence where at one point they have a whatever is it death mode I feel like it's not death mode. Hardcore on hood her like hardcore. we could die. Yeah. <laughs> they should, honestly, this is ever, this is ever talk. But I think that drastic changes like this are good. Whether or not, I mean, I, I kind of like Ale's opinion of like, all these non-private server players started playing Classic WoW and now they're like outlawing mm-hmm. world buffs because we're all babies. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I can, that must be kind of frustrating if you like world buffs. Um, but I do think that if you do like world buffs, 
just hope this fails and they'll bring them back probably you know i think that if it's less good this way then they'll change it but they'll probably bring them back when you're actually willing to play again yeah there you go (laughs) maybe okay but ale here's my question do you like the gathering of world buffs and them being dispellable and all of that or do you just like the way that world buffs helped the raid he likes the power right it's the power. Yeah, it's all okay. about the power. So what if they made world buffs accessible like in, you know, Ogamar and Stormwind and Ironforge, but not dispellable either? So once you got them, you got them. Or what if they had the Chrono Boost boon, the Chrono Boon from they day one? They will have the Chrono Boon from day one. Will they? Yeah, but they you can't use that? world buffs and radiances. So They'll it doesn't matter. still have, but yeah, but you'll be able to use right, it so. for other stuff okay. though. But what I'm saying is like, you're saying that super confidently, boom. but how do you know that? <laughs> I, d- I don't know okay. that. Just, <laughs> I was I'm, just wondering. I'm guessing. <laughs> I was just wondering if there was Just because the first PTR server they spun <laughs> right, up had yeah, Chrono they had Boon. Boons, yeah. So, Ale, do you think that having the Chrono Boon and allowing world buffs would be a good thing? Or did Better you like this. the like fear right. of losing world buffs? I'm 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 totally not the target audience for any of this because I actually <laughs> I I thought it was fine, but like our guild had everything so organized that it was never a problem for us. We always had we planned our all our drops, basically. Yeah, but you didn't have any alliance on your server. Yeah, also either, no alliance so... on the server. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's not true. That's not true. We had alliance for the first two phases, okay, yeah. and oh. it was the. It was the number one, number two alliance guild in the server, and we fought through it and battled through it, and it was. I'll I'll be honest. We, li- we live for the war, so that that was. I kind of do miss like the the hangout where everyone comes online is getting world buffs and whining about it a little bit. There is <laughs> there, is. there is a sense of like community and watching the same three people get dispelled multiple uh, times seeing, as they head back to Dire Seeing Ball. everyone in Booty Bay like hanging out while we wait, like there was some elements I enjoyed about it. Um, and right. it was like the one time you're interacting with people outside your guild. Like it's the only time you had to do that. You're like, well, I right. guess you still if you have a super organized guild, you don't have to do that. But for most people, they were joining these groups. I'm not saying I want to do it every week. I'm the kind of player like I, d- I don't agree with you. Like there is a thing where like th- the game, I think, does dictate how people play. I will always play like to the best ability that they give right. me. So I'm the kind of person this targets where it's like I'll get world buffs so they exist. I would rather them not so that I don't have to go get them. <laughs> um but I will always do the hardest that is like, I'll do the thing that is, exists. But yeah, I mean, this right. is very drastic. So I guess I also think about too, like, what does everybody love about classic? And <laughs> I say, what does everybody love? But I really mean, what do I love? And what I love about classic is the community and the people that I get to spend time with. And I know it's 40 people, but we had a rockin' like healer chat like we were all like very engaged in like friends, yeah. right? You make all of these friends and 40 people sucks, right? Like, I hate it's so all hard to get 40 people. Guild. It's so hard to get 40 people together at the same time to do the same objective, right? Like that's hard, but we did it. And I don't want anything that'll limit that, I guess is my comment. Is that I just don't want that is what I think is special about classic. Vanilla. Oh, Hana means family. Mm-hmm. Well, there are some other changes. It's not just raid changes. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else they want to say before we go to these last couple changes? I'll just reiterate my overall point. 
I like it. I'd be excited if TBC didn't exist at all and they're like, no, we're done. And they started coming out with this. I'd be very excited about this. It's just I'm so into <laughs> TBC. It's very hard to like TBC changes a lot of the things that I didn't like in vanilla. So I really right. love TBC. But if that I, I mean, so many of our friends have like not been that into TBC. It like yep. if you weren't that into TBC, I think that I would be into this. So I'm I'm pretty okay, excited. So selfishly, um selfishly, if this takes people away from our guild. It won't. Maybe I hate this. <laughs> All right. And so for the final point, I'm going to give it to Ale, and then we're going to move on because Ale just didn't get to talk as much. Ale talked? With interruptions. Ale? I never do. Do you want to have your final thought? No, I, I, I think it's good. I think there's going to be people who want to play this, and uh, I'm all for it. I, I likely won't, but that's um, no, fine. Not everything has to be for me. I have what? Uh, TBC. What a so. reasonable that's what a what a come off from Mel's everyone's favorite part of Classic <laughs> Wow is my favorite part. I said Ale gets the final word. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to the next one. So the next thing is they're gonna do faster leveling. Basically, one to sixty XP rates are gonna be the same as Burning Crus Crusade Classic, with a bigger focus on quest XP increases. This might like push people to actually quest in the world instead of let's dungeoning. Let's ignore mage boosting because we'll talk about that in a minute. So pull that mm -hmm. out of this yeah. conversation entirely. This is great. As an alliance yeah. player, we all know that this was. Like the questing experience is just not good. Mm -hmm. Objectively, it's not just oh, classic WoW isn't for you if you don't like having four levels worth of grinding you have to do. Come on, like the the quests were not set up well. I think this is fine. Literally, <laughs> literally forty two to fifty two. Like you just don't have anything. The one through sixty experience in TBC is like perfect. Every like it it's totally good. Very, very reasonable. Still a good amount of time. It's not nothing. Like, it's not just like, oh, we're going to be 60 in a day. It will still take normal people a while to hit 60, but not so long that they're like, they can't keep up with the faster uh, cadence, I guess, of the, of the releasing. Okay, but can we talk about this? Instead of just having a faster cadence and things giving you more XP, can we just like reduce the number of things? Because there is a certain element of completionist, right? Where you're like, yes, I completed a quest. I got 250 XP. Like, I don't care how much it is, right? But I'm sorry, but those ones that you have me do that are like 30 of this and 30 of that. Uh, you want each individual random, quest to be easier? <laughs> in their random drop quests, like, I'm going to murder you. Like, that. No. Like, no. Those are people like no, me. No, those are my favorite it. quests. Kill, oh kill, my god! Kill a thousand things until you get enough items. Like that's basically no. that's basically just grinding with Dude, quest like, turnins. I love that. Okay, it's, but you it's don't like ever the get quest this in Wetlands, right? Where you have to get the ooze bag to drop. That takes and, like, like you've been doing it seconds. for thirty. No, you've you've been doing it for thirty five bobs, and then your friend comes in, joins the group. He gets it immediately. It's a shared drop, so you get it too. But you're like, fuck you. Well, all the time it takes to reduce XP compared to the development time of changing every quest to how you'd like it. I have mm. a feeling that let me let me have a conversation with them, because, listen, the 
ratio strain of your reinforcement schedule there is really high and you need to provide more reinforcement because even if I were to do five quests that had the same freaking thing, it would provide me more satisfaction if I got to turn them in and feel like I accomplished something. Well, that's point. something that TBC does really well is the hub questing. Uh, where you have like a bunch of quests to turn in each individual quest is usually very very simple uh you like go out for 30 minutes and you've done six quests and you come turn right. them in yeah right yeah yeah but what do you think Gail? they're definitely not doing that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on which part which part just faster uh, leveling. faster leveling uh i think it's good it's a compressed timeline so I feel like they would have to do something. Otherwise, you know, the casual players and things like that, like under a, tw under a 12 month timeline, each tier is going to be three months. Yeah. Right. So the first tier is going to be pretty much over by the time a lot of people level. Like if it takes you more than a month, you know, it, that would be too long. So I think having yeah. accelerated leveling is good. Um, I, I think some people aren't going to like that part as well, but. I mean, you can't please everybody, and right. I, I like I like the format of them making the season, you know, spicing it up a bit. Even though, like personally, I don't like not having the world buffs, but you know, I I think doing this in a season is, is smart and will be will be interesting. Have you been on a server with faster XP? Uh, I mean, apart from like DBC, uh, yeah, actually, I have, but it's it was like a seven X okay, or something, yeah, like way too much more. <laughs> Yeah, like a lot, a lot. So seems like your dog is pretty into the change, though. <laughs> yeah, um, I got to take her out at some point. So. Would, uh, would you be down if Blizzard had real servers with like 10x XP to just like rush past the leveling part? Um, or would you do you like like that part a lot? I do like it. Um, I I think classic uh, people like people being able to skip by it so much. I, I feel like. At least to me, maybe this is a bit of a male thing, but like I feel like that isn't classic. People should level. Yeah. I did. It, it's a big part of it. Makes sense. And being able to skip it with mage boosting and things like that, I think is a, is a problem. So the fact that they're looking into that as well, I also like. Yeah. So yep, let's talk yep. about that. Let's transition into that. They are. They said they're looking into it, right? They didn't give much more info. I mean, it's an easy fix. Like, if someone's five levels higher than you, you don't get XP. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, part of me is sort of interested in them leaving it alone, but I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, you'd have to do a little bit more XP than available now. So, like, their proposed accelerated leveling wouldn't be enough to offset mage boosting. It would be interesting, though, to see, like, if quests were giving even slightly more XP, like you still have the same amount of XP requirement for that one to 60 that you do in TBC, but you also double quest XP. Maybe most people would just like, instead of paying the gold, just go do questing and leveling. Cause for me, I only really mage boost because it just isn't feasible for a normal working person. <laughs> I feel like to level up more Agreed. than a couple of characters yeah, on your it's, own. Okay, like, so here's the thing. It felt bad, but hold on, hold on though. Let me throw what? this in there since we're doing the, the mage stuff. Yeah. It's not only the mage boosting that's a problem. It's also the economy 
of having a mage. If you're still able to do the huge pulls, even if you're not boosting, you're still making a ton of money. And that's a big problem. Okay, fair. But what I want to point out is that, like Yip said, I'm going to do it because it's there. And <laughs> I had the gold because it was an alt. And I was like, yeah, I just want to get up to here, right? I think what they could do is decrease the amount of experience you get in a dungeon. But you could increase the amount of experience you get for quests that are like single dungeon quests, right? Mm. So, so like you, you get it one once, time. Basically. So every dungeon, because what I don't want to happen is that nobody ever does dungeons, right? Because that's yeah. what would happen. So nobody would ever do dungeons. They were just ridiculously. Uh, I don't think so. I think they would do it just like you and I did in our original classic, where we did the dungeon three or four times to get gear, and then we continued on questing. Correct. Well, the problem, so but, the problem is they're talking about all XP gains exclusively being quest XP. That's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So they might disincentivize dungeons. Right. We're all of a I sudden. I think they like, said a bigger focus on quest XP increases, not soul focus. The the proposed increased XP gains are focused entirely on quest XP, is what they say, uh, talking about the mage boosting. So you'll still get XP uh, from yeah, going gotcha. to a dungeon. Say, yeah, yeah got gotcha. you. You'll the still other, get XP in a dungeon, but you won't get the expedited XP, right? Yeah. So having a having the quests be worthwhile. I would right. the one thing I was sad I didn't get to do because it just wasn't worthwhile traveling to them. However, mm -hmm. there's another change. But just to travel, I I want to do every dungeon once as I level. I think that's how the game Agreed. should go, or like just about every. I dungeon feel like once. three times. I mean, I feel like three, three times, times if you want to do it, that's fine. But I feel times. like naturally, it's nice to see all the content as you level. Right. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. I think, and that's why I'm saying, like, I don't want to disincentivize dungeons so much that nobody ever does them and they only quest. Yeah, I think that's a fair concern but I mean, to have. The, but the incentive is, like, definitely, especially in Classic, the gear is exponentially better than anything you get from questing. Yep. Yeah. Whereas TBC changes that, but, like, yeah. I, it definitely doesn't I think we just can't know. I, yeah, I just think we can't know right now, like, where that like equilibrium line is of okay we've right. made it so no one wants to do dungeons because it's a serious problem leveling alt right now if you're not boosting uh, especially yeah. with the paid boost in though uh, like you just can't do dungeons and that's like kind of a bummer uh, any new player or uh, even some listen a lot of people I met in classic had never played wow at all vanilla classic was like their first time playing wow that might happen again right. with this season people will be like oh it's faster to level oh it's like you don't have to do a bunch of stuff outside of raid. I'll like, try so it out. Yeah, but then to go log in and see no one does dungeons would be a, a huge bummer. So I think that's a, a valid concern and something they should monitor. Like whatever the quest XP rate is, people should still want to do dungeons while leveling. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, just on farm them. And I just feel like wanting to do dungeons is wanting to get that gear to make right. your that, questing that, easier. That could be. I just truly have no idea what those numbers <laughs> would end up looking like. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, and I, we don't know, and I don't think they know. So. I don't think they know either. Yeah. 
Oh, but in addition, and the last thing we got here is like the uh, last couple changes is they're going to increase mining and and herbalism nodes across the map. I think one of the big changes that they probably need to do with that is to make black, uh, uh, is it black lotus? Drop mm-hmm. just in random herbalism nodes. So like, just like they kind of do it now in TBC, like don't have black lotus spawns, just have them. Just have them spawn like Arcanite crystals do in uh, large thorium veins. So and I have the a problem thing... with this. Can I can okay. I discuss yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. first? Because yeah. I'm an herbalist, right? So yes, the lotus is a thing you need. And guess what? The lotus. lotus. No, oh, no, no, no. In TBC. In TBC. In TBC. The lotus is a thing you need that drops randomly. And it's cheap as hell. You know what it isn't cheap as hell? Terracone and all of these other herbs and mana thistle, right? So there's a new black lotus because you've made this other one. You're like, oh, I'm trying to make sure that these aren't this. But the same thing happens. So if you really want to correct it, honestly, you make every node a random sample based on the level it is, right? Like, this is a level 35 node. You can get one of these three herbs. This is a level 50 node. You can get one of these three. Oh, herbs. like it'll be here's a here's a rock. You don't know what you're mining until you dig into it, you mean? Right. But it's a oh, level here's a plant. But like, how do you do that for rock. a flower though? Yeah. What? Like I that that would make sense, the rock. Like you don't know what you're mining until you like mine it. But like a flower, like a tulip's a tulip. There's a big difference. I do want to point out, Manifest was not like Black Lotus, though, in the fact Black Lotus is on a respawn timer, right? A hard respawn yeah. timer that they ended up having to change. So there is, and like only one per zone spawns. Like there are some functional differences between the two, but you're right. There that there's like, there's a stop gap of like, there's, there's a like bottleneck <laughs> with a certain herb. Yeah. And I mean, they say that they're going to change Black Lotus to be more like Fell Lotus. Which just makes Black Lotus irrelevant, right? Because it's not going to, I don't know, something else will become the Black Lotus. Early Nax, we were paying 600 gold a flask. A flask. Yeah. Each of our tanks, we're using 12 flasks a week. In the first couple of weeks on White Main, we're 600 gold a piece. So I'm fine with them doing some Black Lotus changes, I guess is all I... <laughs> oh, for sure. I guess I'm just trying to say, like... A hundred percent something needs to be done with Black Lotus, right? Yeah, but like, what? <laughs> it is not okay the way that it was. But at the same time, do we think that just doing something simple is going to make it less effective? And I don't know. Yeah, this is a simple change that is should have been put in from the beginning yeah. when they had servers three to four times larger than the original vanilla servers. Like, they should have increased nodes. That's my opinion. Yeah, but I am excited. I am excited that they are doing that, right? Like, I do think that that is a good change, and it's something that definitely needed to happen. And also, it's something that probably isn't as necessary if there's not as many people on the server. (laughs) But it's fine. Yeah, I I mean, it's going to push the pain point to somewhere else, right? Like, it's probably going to be Plague Bloom or, or something. There, I, I feel like the whole system might need to be looked at in some regards, right? Because 
you know, otherwise, I, especially without world buffs, I think the focus on consumables is going to be even bigger. You know, maybe it's going to be rage pots or this will tea or whatever. So I, I think the way, you know, the people play games, you know, you have to be the best. You have to min max. Uh, I think it's going to push it into somewhere else, hopefully. I mean, not hopefully. I mean, I hope it doesn't as much, but I, I just feel like with the way players are, that that's probably where it's going to end up. All right. And then the mm-hmm. last thing on the list is meeting stones converted to summoning stones. I'll let you guys go because, like, I'm on the fence on this one. The thing I said about doing every dungeon once, this would be huge in helping that. Because getting all five low-level people over to Black Fathom Deeps, like, how do you even <laughs> do that? Um, so I personally like the change. Um, I think that travel in Vanilla WoW is one of those things that is really special and making the world seem super, super big. I'd, But at the same time, at the risk of just, Yips like, content being... You've been on a slow being, mount too long. <laughs> Well, it's like, yeah, at the risk of like, no, I mean, it's special, like, right? It's like, oh, this big world. It takes 30 minutes to take a flight path across. That's cool. But come on. Like, I think there are when you're when you're hurting the actual content that people want to do because of travel time. That's getting a little crazy. I've never really played EverQuest, but my brothers used to tell me that they got a boat in there. That's like real time. And you'd have to wait like hours to get off at your spot <laughs> or something like an hour to go to where you're going. Like there are things that are interesting that are not necessarily. I think that the gameplay benefit to having summoning stones outweighs the uh, like issues. You'd still have to have like level caps. It should still only be people in that level range to do the dungeons. So at like 60, you can't cheese your way across like the world. Uh, but getting people into dungeons, like, come on. Like, what you know, if you had to have the area discovered to be summon eligible i i just have a problem it goes back to the black fathom deeps thing because that is one that i wanted to do with my friends leveling but i just couldn't convince everyone to go over there <laughs> right but what i'm saying is like if you only had to uncover the map in that at, area at any point in time at any point in time not like you had to be there in the zone but i'm saying like you had to have at least traveled there once because what I fear is that summoning stones now are just going to allow people to gather flight paths and do things, which to me <laughs> is wonderful. You right? have to be level because appropriate. Because I've already think- experienced it. And I guess we have to decide if we're talking to an audience that has already experienced it or if they're trying to talk to no, an audience that is not. To. Yeah, forget our. We audience. just have to talk about how we have to feel about it. That's what we do as a show. I'm tired of like doing the whole. <laughs> oh, how does everybody else feel about it? Sorry, this is our show. This is how we feel about it. You can write into us. No, I agree. I think everyone else is wrong. Even if they think that they want, and maybe Ale doesn't want summoning stones. Maybe we'll have this conversation. But come on. <laughs> I, I, okay. The only I thing I w- I will say is like yeah like Ragefire Chasm for Alliance and like uh uh RFK and then freaking uh the worst of them is like like uh Scarlet Monastery is so important and it's a bitch for Alliance to get there easy as pie for Horde to get there right you know so like okay so here's my thing is that. I think that if they are going to make a classic fresh server, it should be catered to the classic community who has already seen the content. So I agree that summoning stone should be there, right? 
I think if they would like to make a whole new game, they can look at new players. That's all. So, so are you for or against Summoning Stones? I think they're great. Okay. I I think a lot of these changes are based off of players. Okay, controversial opinion. We should have just rolled on a PvE server and none of these issues would have really mattered as much. Uh, I think a lot of people are upset by things because they rolled on a PvP server when they shouldn't have. They should have gone PvE, right? So, like, I think I'm going to miss rumbling into a dungeon with your full raid and, like, fighting. But, you know, that's the opposite from a lot of people. A lot of people hated fighting their way into dungeons on PvP servers and losing their buffs or whatever, right? Yeah, but some of these stones weren't, like... You could still get griefed at a summoning zone. We have summoning zones right now. And Yeah, so now now the battle's just gonna be at the summoning stone, right. I feel like. On PvP servers at least. But like I think I think for a lot of people, they went PvP because they heard that's where like they should have went, and it turned to be like too much for people, right? And I think going into like this classic fresh, a lot of people should probably a lot more people should play on PvE servers, I think, because like it's so much more cutthroat nowadays. And I think I think having a summoning stone does get around that. But for the most hardcore people, they would just have like an alt warlock to summon anyways. Mm-hmm. So But see, yeah. I don't think this is about summoning stones because of griefing. I think this is about summoning stones because it takes in twenty minutes to get from Darnassus to Theramore, right? Like I think that summoning stones are that what this is addressing i don't think it is griefing i think griefing now ale i love you but <laughs> whoa we went through phase two and you went through phase two on the you opposite stupid side. hard <laughs> you don't understand anything <laughs> and what i want to say is i signed up on a pvp server because i do like to pvp i just like to pvp in a fair manner right and when i have horde that feel like their entire mission is just to grief me going into dire mall cool that's fine i did it i did the corpse walk i didn't quit i stayed with it i just accepted that that was my life for that moment in time right and it went away right i didn't have to do that forever but i think that you have to understand that like a lot of people sign up on PvP servers because they enjoy that aspect of it. But when the population becomes 70-30, that aspect becomes very less enticing because there's no chance you're just going to die. So is it or is it not a PvP change in your mind? It's not a PvP change okay, for okay. me. The summoning zones. <laughs> I guess that is my... But no, I, I was mean, just arguing with I, I, I mean, I agree with both. Though. I think there, but I think there was this like notion that PvP is the real classic WoW server, and I think there were a lot of unsuspecting people who ended up on PvP servers, not realizing how it's not just like oh, it's like you waste ten percent of your leveling time. Like you can lose a lot of time on a PvP server, but um, you can also steal PvE packs. Server. That you, you can't can, do yeah, on you can, PvE you can servers, steal time. right? Yeah, you yeah, can steal like, other people's time. Nothing's more frustrating than when an alliance is getting an but, herb that yeah. I want because I'm like, I can't even kill you, right? Like, 
I can kill a horde. Well, so, but you like summoning stones. <laughs> yes, I like summoning stones. I'm going to bring it to something that none of you hit on, and this is where I think it's the problem. So in Classic WoW, we had these intricate networks of warlock summoners. Uh-huh. Well, now we're going to have an intricate network of a ton of people with level one alts that are parked at different summoning stones across You can't summon Azeroth. someone the wrong level, though, right? You can't summon okay, someone that too a, high of a, a level. Thing? I can't be summoned at 70 to, die, to dead mines. Right. Don't you remember you when sure? we couldn't it's a range, summon? Right. It's yeah, a cor- that, you have to, well, I that, think it's a correct range. That yeah. That that was a thing early on in TBC, but that's been since changed. Like I've I've been able to use everything, and in TBC really? the summoning stones really don't matter because you have flying mounts that go two hundred and eighty percent speed. Have you been summoned so it's not to that an big Az- of a jump? No, no. Have you been summoned to like dire like dead mines or something before? I don't think those stones actually even work in TBC now, but. If they do work, they definitely work. If okay, like, but either either way, if they do work, you're gonna have intricate summoning across the entire. Well, my whole of point is assuming there's a level range, which there should be. Every summoning stone should only be able to summon the level range appropriate to that dungeon. If we're talking right. about a level sixty the thing, being able be to cool. see summon to these dungeons, then of course I disagree with it. I am strictly yes. talking about. People dungeon level appropriate being allowed to be summoned to do a dungeon. If you're if people are able right, to like do this, twenty to, like, to twenty five, and yeah. even if you're above it, like I don't think you should be able to use the summon. Right? Yeah, you should right? not like, be if able. If you're to be... sixty, you shouldn't be able to be summoned by a twenty five right. dungeon. That's yeah. If that's not the case, then yes, I'm more like yeah, this is if too weird. If you weirdo. can set up people everywhere, then you can just get anywhere you want to <laughs> yeah. in like. That would be in a bad. second. Yeah. But as long as it's dungeon level appropriate, though, I don't see a problem with it. As long as it like I know we have a lot of like it's kind of funny to laugh at retail and they're like engagement metrics. But I think engagement metrics are important when you're talking about like how many people are doing these obscure dungeons. I think very few. And I think summoning stones would improve that, making it an overall quality change to the game. If you can abuse it in some way, then get rid of it. But as far as just getting people and I don't mean like even people who don't want to raid getting little, you know, getting Jimmy, who's never played WoW before to go t- see Razorfen crawl when they never would be able to. I support that because I like people experiencing the game that I like. <laughs> so that's why I'm cool with summoning stones. All right. Well, we've talked the shit out of this. Uh, let's just go down the let's just go down the wire. Rahin, are you going to play this server? Am I going to play this server? Um, I might do the twink thing that we talked about. That could be cool. Uh, server sizes. I know that they had talked about more nodes and stuff. Server sizes are kind of a bummer for me. I found that the servers were way too populated to have like that enjoyable of a vanilla experience. If they were slightly smaller, maybe I'd do more than twinking. But like... I don't know. It definitely hurt like it definitely hurt PvP servers that had a majority faction. Like yeah, I mean, honestly, if they could fix the faction unbalance, it would make PvP servers great across the board. But Mel, are you gonna play these servers? No. It's too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's well, too we don't, soon. We like, don't have a do we have we don't have a date. We have a beta on October. Listen, 5th. two years is too soon. That could I'm be just, okay. So yeah, if that's say. how you feel, then yeah. <laughs> Even if it's within the next two years, it's too soon. Yeah. And that's true. how I feel. And 
I think I I love it. I I can love the changes that they're making and think that like yes, that would be so great. But I'm not going to do Two that. 2 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that would have been so great when I was coming back. I would have loved these at the start of Classic Wow. But Ale. You didn't you didn't know you wanted them though. <laughs> mm. You think you do. I think I did. But you I don't. think I did know. You think so? Yeah. Because when I got in, I was like, what do you mean I have to log out with these buffs? Are you kidding me? I Like, Ale, I remember the first time uh, that they were getting Dire Maul buffs. And they were, like, we had the week before, we had set up the buffs right before Raid, right? And then they were doing the buffs, like, eight or nine hours before Raid. I was like, hey, uh, I talked to the guild leader, Harskar. I was like, dude, it's too early. Um like, we don't have Raid for another eight hours. He's like, yeah, well, they're just going to log out and save them. And I was like, log out? Then I can't do BGs or farm gold or what? Do what, anything. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Log out. Like, I was like, I want to spend all my time in this. And I was like, eventually I was like, oh, I guess I have to make a fucking alt. This sucks. Like, that literally was my introduction to world buffs in Classic WoW. And I played at the highest levels in vanilla. Like, so it definitely, it definitely upset me when I got in. I mean, I will say. But it, hey, Mel. Hey, it's still my turn. You haven't moved on yet. I moved on to Ale. I oh. asked Ale if he was going to play. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like it's very soon. If it's like six months to a year, maybe. If it's. I don't know. Cargos is trying to make a, a hardcore group to do this, and he's asking me to play. I might play it just to level. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, I, as it stands right now, I, I kind of have no interest in playing. But um, So I'm going to say maybe, depending on how soon, I don't know. It seems like it seems like a lot right now. I'm kind of with Mel that it's like, it's a little bit too soon for me to go back and play. It feels like that's everybody, at least all the content creators' thoughts besides Cargos. And like the people that Cargos is roping in, like even Stay Safe was like, hey, I'm not going to do this, but I'll sponsor you. <laughs> but I think here's <laughs> the thing is that the content creators that went to TBC and are enjoying TBC are less likely to do this, right? I think there's some people that did go to TBC and it wasn't their jam, right? It is different. But I also feel like the changes they're making make it much more similar to TBC, which is why I'm enticed to <laughs> like even consider it. They need this. We're busy. We don't know how long this beta is going to be, first of all. If it's going to be like the other betas, it could be three months, right? This needs to come out a month after Black Temple. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Because you're yeah. going to have two phases. If they phases. come out in TBC Phase 5, where I could just snooze exactly. it, maybe. Like not, but before Phase yeah. 5. It's like right when most, a lot of guilds have done their progression on Black Temple and Hyjal, there's going to be, they're going to get bored. And then there's going to be a whole other phase of Zulaman where they're also going to be bored. So like that yeah, timing Zulamon is basically what yeah. I'm thinking. So like if they time it for that, that's perfect. This timing going into beta this week uh, makes me feel like it's going to come out when we're bored of SSC and TK. But then everyone's going to jump ship to this, or they're going to start playing this, and then they're going to launch Black. Like the timing might end up being right. really messy. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I they don't yeah, want. Maybe. I don't think they want us to play. If they're if they're releasing it this soon, they don't want people playing TVC to be playing this. I feel like that's just got to be it, right? Like that's just it. They can't want it's us not to be their playing two audience, MMOs, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is what goes back to what I said at the very start. Yep. <laughs> like the private server people, what the world buffs. This isn't the change to make for this first iteration of your season. I feel like this is a change for season two or three. Okay, I don't know that I agree with that. I think that there is a very large population that did not like the world buffs, that once the world buffs, gone. And my whole thing is, is that, again, we're not their target audience. People already subscribed are not their target audience. Like, yeah, they want new target audience. Us going in the middle of a, like, lull that we're going to come back in anyways and it's still pay our us, subscription monthly. It's fun for us. That doesn't help them. And I don't know, like maybe they're just trying to win the public back by doing this, but it just seems very strange to have this much emphasis on classic fresh servers. And I know it's a different team, but to have this much emphasis on classic fresh servers when you don't have your classic TPC servers running well. <laughs> I feel like it's Yeah, I mean, we're starting to repeat ourselves now. Like, sure. Basically, there's there's where we're at, guys. Uh, we'd be interested to hear like what and you guys please, think about this season two PvP season. Give us classic arena, vanilla arena. Give us honor points oh, instead of a yeah. horrible honor system. Give me that'd my be cool. PvP <laughs> vanilla. Anyway, that's all. I <laughs> Let us work up job. entirely in PvP. Yeah, like no. you could play the game exclusive. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, you mean leveling? Yeah. Oh, that would be interesting, <laughs> yeah, but they won't do that. I think you can do that in retail, but not really. You can. Yeah. Even, they, they st even still, I think point. it's bad. Yeah, when it was. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, do we have an add on to the week? Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. Well, I mean, we can no. I Wait, mean, does I don't really Ale wanna, have anything? Not, I haven't been stoked about the our loot add-on, so I don't really want to give it a shout out yet. Really? Okay. I, I thought it's been pretty good for like it, early you can't on. Pass. <laughs> yeah, like, I know that's weird. There are so many basic features missing. Still, let's we'll give it a little time. Okay, okay Ale. Okay. Ale, do you have any add-ons that you're like? You need to have this one. I mean, uh, most of my add-ons have been placed by WeCores at this point. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm, everybody <laughs> yeah, says it's that. It's crazy like. how many add-ons. Okay, is there a WeCora that you think is so? I mean, weird. I have a really good uh, tanking WeCora that basically has all boss cooldowns, which is really great. Oh, I'm interested in that. Uh, and uh, it's in, it's in a real it's like a it's a really good tank add-on because it's. The way it displays, it'll actually like counts them down for you, so you can um, you can you can see basically when abilities coming, and it has a cutoff point, and if it passes that cutoff point, the boss actually won't use this ability, so it's really handy to know because there's kind of like a priority system where uh, like bosses can choose to use an ability, but if it happens after a certain point, they don't. So, for example, like on Lurker, uh, you know, he'll either like whirl or do his other ability yeah. and this add-on helps you determine uh 
you know, which one it is. I was going to say, so is it an add-on or a weak aura? It's a weak aura. Okay, yeah. I was, I was going to say that it's my worst problem with DBM, and Lurker is one of them, where it'll, I'll just, like, DBM will just have a timer for Spout and for Whirl, and I'm like, yeah. Well, which, which one are you going to do? <laughs> like, and, he, and then, like, Whirl doesn't come out, and you're like, whatever, this is so dumb. Uh, so, yeah, that's actually really good. I, I think it actually works with with uh, DBM somehow. Yeah, it, pro- it, it probably like augments the information to be like, okay, it's after this time. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to whirl. It's super, so. super handy. All right. Well, if uh, if you give me that leak to the uh, Wago, um, I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. Sure. Wago? Is that like the lingo? It's the site that does weak auras. Oh, Wago. Okay. okay. <laughs> It's like weak aura wago. Is that like what we're calling it? Okay. Probably stands for weak aura something something. Well, it's it's dot io right or something, for. isn't that? The... Yeah, yeah, it's wago dot io. Wago. Yeah, we'll 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 try and have that in the notes. All right, guys, we're getting out of here on another long one. Uh, we encourage you to follow us on Twitter at wc reloaded. You can follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. You can send us e- emails to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join our Discord server with all the mash.gg hosts from every podcast, that's mash.gg slash Discord. Ratings and reviews, you guys keep killing it every week. We appreciate everyone. The iTunes ones help us a lot on Google. The ones on warcraftradio.com slash directory helps work Warcraft Radio and they're good people over there. So please continue to give us them there if you can't do it someplace else. And just your DMs and messages in game make us feel really good, especially in BGs when you guys are like, Hey dude, love the podcast. Love it, man. Thank you so much. So that being said, where can we find you? Ryan? Hello. You can find me on Twitter at cognitive pit on YouTube at youtube.com slash cognitive pit or on Diablo. I actually don't know how you find someone on Diablo. <laughs> but there I will be. You, yeah, you would have to give out your battle net, and nope. I would tell you just don't do that because you won't have enough spread, <laughs> friend spaces. No, 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 no. You can send me some mail and wow. And yep, mm-hmm. if you want to play some Diablo, <laughs> <laughs> Mel, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch, or you can find me in game on Mel Arena or Arielina. Awesome. And Ale, where can we find you, buddy? Yeah, I'm I'm still occasionally streaming on uh, Twitch TV at Ale Gaming. Uh, not very often, though. Uh, I've been playing mainly Diablo and New World lately, as well as like raiding. Uh, either either that, you can find me in the arena playing with you, Bob, in twos. Or with uh, <laughs> Seth Camp and Melder on, on our Fives team, so... Hey, you're on our Fives team, too. Oh, that, right? That's true. Yeah, that's come true. on, Ale! <laughs> our well, I haven't been lately. Five teams. No one's been, some, really, right? Yeah, we should do some fives like right after this. Uh, oh. I signed up for Sunday for fives. <laughs> okay. I didn't cool, sign cool. up at all. But <laughs> Ale, can they find you on the Ale Gaming Show? Ale Gaming yeah, Show. Yeah, the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on G4 TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love G4 TV, but you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can sometimes find me on twitch.tv slash Blazin Bob. Let's get out of here, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Classic fresh. Woo. Woo Woohoo.
Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord. 